This is a Queen Bee Radio High School Sports Presentation. Saputo Cheese coverage of high school sports presented by Myers Mechanical and built by Northland Buildings is brought to you by Midwest One Bank. Edward Jones representatives Elena Reeves and Ben Reeves CFP, the Peterson Agency of Argyle, Wisconsin Bank and Trust, Nutrition World of Platteville, Doolittle's Puppet Eatery in Lancaster, People's State Bank, Culver's of Dubuque, Galena, Platteville and Prairie Duchene, New Line Real Estate, Claire Banks of Southwest Wisconsin, The Upstairs in Platteville, Edward Jones Representative Bob Hunhausen, Raleigh Cheese House, Mound City Bank, Tricor Insurance, Community First Bank, and the Shoebox in Black Earth. There's a chill in the air, or at least there was last night anyway. The leaves are certainly changing color. School uh, students are back in class either in person or virtually. And on more than 100 football fields throughout the state of Wisconsin, the flack of pads hitting pads mingles with the sounds of cheerleaders, maybe marching bands. And all that means, late or not, it must be time once again for high school football. Good evening, football fans, and welcome to the season premiere of Bitech Resource Management coverage of high school football presented by Myers Heating and Cooling of Lancaster on Extreme 1071, X1071.com, and the Extreme 1071 mobile app worldwide. From Mulroney Field at Prairie du Chien High School, this is the season opener for the Platteville Hillman and the Prairie du Chien Blackhawks. I'm Steve Prestigard, along with Wally Trouton, and 13 months ago, we said we were starting a season like no other because of all the one-year-only conference arrangements. <laughs> well, <laughs> if last year was a year like no other, that frankly pales in comparison to this season, which will be a season like no one could have possibly fathomed. A worldwide pandemic that led to a one-month delay in the start of this season, New conference arrangements because some teams chose to play this fall and others chose to, to play next spring. And to be candid about it, a season that really might well go week to week as far as who will be playing. So, Wally, having said all of that, the first thing that comes to mind is we're just happy to be here. Oh, you know, kidding. I mean, let's face it, we were concerned about there being an opportunity to be here, and I'm just happy that it's worked out so well. I'm still disappointed that the WIAC is not playing on Saturdays, but you know what? It is what it is, and we'll deal with it without any problem at all. Um, but I'm looking forward to see this game tonight. I'm see, it's kind of a new version of, of uh, the Hillman. It's kind of an updated, you know. Coach Wettenhiller took it over last year, and he didn't institute a lot of new things. But, oh, let me tell you, this year there's going to be a lot of changes. And we're, we've already talked about some of them in a pregame. But, uh, you know, you've got some new linemen, but you've got skilled players, a lot of them. Yeah. And that's going to really help. Your running back, John Gumi, he's back. All of the receivers are back. They're going to be used a little differently this year. I think we're probably going to see a little bit more four-wide, perhaps, than we did last year. We're definitely going to see them in different places in the field, which you really didn't see last year. Well, in kind of in warm-up right now, we're looking at four-wide. Uh, and, you know, so, I mean, we're seeing some of that kind of a thing. And, and what I'm also seeing out there now, uh, the last two patterns I saw them run from spread formations, 
look like what I was seeing on Saturdays last year watching UW Platteville. A lot of that kind of stuff has been brought into it. Some of it two years ago from Coach Bradley Bailey. Now we're starting to see a few other little twists that come from that offense. Defense is going to be a little different also this year, and part of it is actually the kind of the same question mark on offense, the line, as a result of uh, losing almost all of their starters from last season on the line, including all everything Will Schaefer going both ways. Platteville will be playing instead of 4-2-5 defense, and what's the advantage of that for or, or why would Platteville do something like that? Well, it depends on what the skill level of your players are. I mean, and what kind of players you have. I mean, this is a team that has a lot of defensive back type players. And that that's what it starts with. So when it comes to any coverage with throwing the football, that's going to be a big thing right there. And a four-man front instead of a three, it already blocks the next, another gap that wasn't blocked previously. Two linebackers, well, if you've got two linebackers that are pretty good, and Logan Page and John Gumi are both pretty good linebackers, so that kind of helps. This means that what you're going to have to have is uh, a couple of safeties that aren't going to be, can't be afraid to come up and put some hits on people. That's what's going to have to happen. Uh, looking at seeing who's at corner, well, we're going to see that from the kids that are playing a cornerback. One other thing that is different from last year is obviously their schedule because of uh, changes. Teams have decided to go fall versus spring, and I got to tell you that schedule they have this year is. Well, put it this way, Corey Cave, they called it in the pregame that the Southwest Wisconsin Conference is kind of like the SEC of high school football in this area now. Yeah, it's, it is. It's like the WIAC of high school football because you're looking at probably some of the better teams that you're going to find in this whole corner of Wisconsin, and you can even move outside this corner. And you're looking at Darlington. You're looking at Mineral Point. You're looking at Platteville, Prairie du Chien, River Valley. I mean, those are all really good football teams. As demonstrated by the fact that six of the eight teams in the conference made the playoffs last season, and three of the teams got to the state semifinals last season. So that's... that's and they all have players back. And they all have players back. That's right. We will discuss all of that and more coming up on the Raleigh Cheese pregame show, which is, as always, presented by Raleigh Cheese at the intersection of Highways 11 and 23 in the heart of Lafayette County. And don't forget the cheese. At Extreme 107. At Wuthel's Hybrids, our family recipe for success has been handed down for three generations. Take two parts high-performing hybrids, mix with one part unmatched quality, then finish it off with our secret sauce, superior customer service. Some people may say it's impossible to get the best hybrids from an independent family-owned company. To which we'd say, have your cake and eat it, too. Mmm, Wiffle's Hybrids. Quite possibly the best hybrids you can buy. The Wisconsin Department of Corrections, including the Wisconsin Secure Program Facility, is looking for qualified individuals seeking a career in criminal justice. They have openings in security, health care, education, maintenance, and more. While their employees have an opportunity to make a meaningful impact every day, they offer job security, great insurance options, paid leave, a generous retirement package, and their offices and facilities are located throughout the state. Just go to WISC.jobs and search for Corrections Today.
Philly Cheese pregame show. And it sounds really good to say that on Extreme Level 7 Run, joined for the first time this year by Pat Bill Coach Jason Whitenhair. In one sense, I think everybody's got to be, we're just happy to be here, right? We are. Um, it was an interesting summer and even fall. I mean, a lot of question marks. Are we going to play? Are we not going to play? And if we do play, what's it going to look like? And you know what? It's, it's Friday night. The lights are on. It's just, it's great. Let's talk about that last year first. Your first season as a head coach, six wins, five. Uh, in the conference, you finished in third place. You had a big win at Arcadia, got into the playoffs. How do you feel like your uh, season went last year? Oh, it went well. Um, like I said, it was my first year there, and um, it, with the kids, it took some adjustments. Um, we won our first game, and we had a couple hiccups early, and then we, we really started rolling. I think we won like five games in a row. Um, it, it, it went great. I mean, the kids really worked their tails off, and it was a great season. Fun, fun year to be around. And you look at going into the season with you know all your skilled players, position players back, and all of a sudden comes the virus. What what's all of this been like? First for you as a coach and the coaching staff, and then also from what you see for the players. Um, it's been interesting. We graduated our, our quarterback, so we had to develop a new one this summer, and it was really tough when you couldn't have contact with the kids. And uh, when we were allowed to have a camp, we could only have four kids at a time. I mean, no one could share a ball. You couldn't touch a ball. So quarterbacks are throwing it and then going to pick it up themselves. And it was it was interesting. But you know what? I mean, the kids persevered. They Everything we asked them to do, they did it, and they did it with a smile on their face just because they just want to play football. I mean, when it comes down to it, that's just what they want to do. And whatever I mean, the administration or the county health throws out to us that we need to do, we, that's that's what we do. One of the things about uh, the new normal, if you want to call it that, for this year is uh, the conference that you were supposed to be in this year has been replaced by a conference that's way tougher. Um, what do you see about the uh, the one-year-only Southwest Conference? Yeah, this is probably one of the toughest conferences I've been a part of. Uh, three of the teams were in the state semis last year, and then you have Lancaster, who was in the quarterfinals, and uh, quite a few teams that were in the playoffs. But you know what? Um, you can have a great game every week, which is great. I mean, you're going to show up, and it's going to be a great game for the fans, for coaches. I mean, it's, they're just going to be fun games to be a part of, and hopefully in the booth you guys get excited calling them. And it's, it's I mean, it's going to be a great game every night. And at this point, our opponents are, I mean, they are who they are. We just we just want to play football, and that's what we're excited to have. So, in a general sense, um, what are you going to have to do to be successful this year? We're going to have to get these younger guys um, up to speed really fast. Um, we, like I said, we lost some time in the summer. We lost time with camp. We didn't get a scrimmage. Um, so these guys are just going to have to catch up to the game speed. I mean, the, the speed of a varsity game is just so much faster. The angles you take are just so much different than they are in JV. And they're just going to have to catch up to the game speed very, very quick and and adjust. And one of the guys that you had back, John Gooney and Jesse Martin and uh, Logan Page and Seth Millsap and Devin Dignan, all these guys who have a year's experience for this, what are they going to have to do to step up? We're going to have to lean on those guys. Um, it, it's, it puts them in a tough spot, but I, I can't afford you to have a bad game. I can't afford you to, to not be able to show up because we have some younger kids that are going to be leaning on those upper guys. And, I, I mean, it puts them in a, in a tough spot, but they're the leaders. I mean, you got some all-conference players that are coming back. Um, they, they're the captains. They, they're just going to have to step up and get us through those tough times. All right. Thanks, lad. It'll be great tonight, one way or another, right? Yep. Thanks for having me. All right. Jason Whitenhiller, the Pablo Coach, back with more after this on Extreme 107 Live.
River of Lakes Resort. For family-friendly camping and excellent fishing in the backwaters of the Mississippi, get away at River of Lakes Resort. Learn more at rolcamp.com. River of Lakes Resort in Bagley. Wisconsin Bank and Trust allows you to maximize your cash flow and find the right solution for your unique needs with their home equity lines of credit, personal loans, vehicle loans, and credit card. Visit wisconsinbankandtrust.com backslash loans to get started today. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Credit cards are issued in service by New Mexico Bank and Trust. DDA, HDLF card services. Normal underwriting guidelines apply. At Dolan Jewelers, we're proud to support the Dubuque community that has helped make our business successful for over 30 years. Hi, this is Lindsay Dolan, and I encourage you to take part in the fundraising efforts of Glimmer of Hope and the Dubuque Y Victim Services Shelter by attending We. Week of Glimmer, Pathways to Empowerment with a Candlelight Vigil on October 1st in Washington Park or virtually at givebutter.com slash glimmerofhope or the dubuquey.org. Thank you from your friends at Dolan Jewelers, 1735 JFK Road in Dubuque. Raleigh Cheese pregame show continues on Extreme 1071. Now joined by Perry Machine Coach, Coach Corey Kadig. Thanks for joining us. Um, Let's start with a more pleasant thing first, I guess, which is your season last year, um, second place in the conference. You got all the way to the state semifinals in your first year as coach, uh, head coach. How did you feel last year with? Well, I think we were probably pleasantly surprised. I don't know on paper that anybody thought we should do that. Um, but we had a, a really good attitude, a really good team first mentality. And uh, every week the kids bought into it, and, and one thing led to another, and they really believed in each other. They believed in the program, believed in the coaches, and, and the trust factor came in and, and uh, got the ball rolling at the right time and ended up in the state semifinals. So a great year for you. Um, well, now there's this year, and everybody's obviously in the same strange place. Um, <clears throat> what? How do, first off, how, how have you been dealing with this as a coach? And then secondly, how has your team been dealing with the late starts of the year and, you know, all this uncertainty from one day to the next, really. Sure. Well, I'll start with the team, Steve. Um, the kids are just giddy. Um, when they got the news, obviously, um, from our school board late in the summer that they were going to be able to play fall sports and play the machine, um, there was just a sense of relief for those kids. So there have been nothing but positive attitudes, smiling every day. Um, I think they're treating it like, you know, this is – this could be their last game. You never know. So they're just happy to be playing because in this time of uncertainty, you know, we've seen a lot of games that are canceled already for tonight. Um, so you never know from week to week. So they're pretty positive. They want to just take it day by day and play every day. From a coaching standpoint, uh, you know, it's definitely been unique. Um, you know, I've joked around a little bit. I, I said it'd be nice if we could start coaching again, but uh, we'll get to that point. But, you know, there's a lot of protocol that needs to be followed. Um, that we're dealing with daily, um, everybody in our conferences. It's not just us. Obviously, Platteville's dealing with it and, and the rest of the conference in the state um, as well. And so, you know, you just you just do the best you can and, and hope that you're doing all of the preventative measures so that you can stay healthy the whole year and, and hopefully make it through the season. And one of the things that's interesting from last year to this year is with the changes in the conferences, Suddenly, the SWC is like a monster, isn't it? They, you have a very difficult schedule, and everybody does this year. Yeah, yeah, the SWC turned into, uh, you know, what we would call the SEC of college football. Um, <laughs> you've maybe done a little bit more research than me, Steve, but, um, you know, I think on paper for, for schools our size, we arguably have the toughest conference in the state. 
Um, you know, if you look at it, um, on paper, you got, you got eight teams in our conference. You got, of course, a couple moved out and, and, and that's no knock on them because they're very good football programs as well, but they opted to go to the spring and that opened up the door for Lancaster, uh, Mineral Point and Darlington to come in. So on paper, out of the eight teams, you got six teams that were in the, the, uh, playoffs last year and, and several of them were deep into the playoffs. So, uh, it's game on every week. You better have your game face on and be ready to go because if not, uh, probably going to be a rough week for you. Mm-hmm. Add to that, in your particular case, the fact that uh, you had such a dominate, senior-dominated team last year, and obviously everybody graduated. So do you feel like you've replaced all of the players that uh, played so well for you last year adequately? Well, you know, if, if you could ask me this question at about 9.30 tonight, I'd probably have a much better answer for you. <laughs> um, but... You know, we kind of faced the same sort of adversity last year. Uh, you know, we were coming off a conference championship the year prior, and uh, I had a lot of holes to fill, and, and the kids filled in uh, very well. So, you know, we're hoping that maybe the kids that are seniors this year saw that last year that, you know, their expectations weren't maybe very high for them. They were maybe weren't supposed to do what they did, and, and so they maybe just think this is just how it works. And, you know, the great programs, the great traditions, they're able to do that year in and year out, and we're trying to get to that point. So, you know, if, if they buy into that mentality that it just next man up, let's go play football, that's what we do, we'll be fine. So, you know, from a kid's standpoint, I, I hope they just don't think too much. They just go out and play football and have fun, and, and all will be well. Okay, your opponent tonight, Cantrell, uh, I believe you have at least a three-year winning streak uh, going against the Thurman. Um their coach, of course, was also a first-year coach last year, also made the playoffs. Uh, what do you see about the Hillman this year that's going to be a challenge? Well, one thing I noticed uh, when I got the roster earlier this week, Steve, is, is um, you know, several of the kids in the program for Platte, obviously, um, found the weight room a little bit between last year and this year because I've seen some significant gains there on a few of the kids. Um, you know, one thing I know about Platte, though, from, from being here over the years is they're going to play uh, tough, hard-nosed football. I mean, that's that's for sure. I mean, I, we're going to get the we're going to get their best. It's it's not going to be a, a pushover uh, type opponent. Um, that's just kind of what Blackville does. They're going to come smack us in the face, and we got to be able to to get up and answer that. So, um, you know, I think they got some some good skill kids coming back. Um, you know, you got a, you got a tight end that's a big kid and the Digman kid. Um, your receivers um, are pretty darn good. So we know that. Um, Goomy's a big rumbler tumbler, um, so we've got to be able to contain him because you get that kind of uh, you get that kind of force going down the field with some acceleration. It's going to be tough to tackle, so we've got to be able to control the line of scrimmage. I think that's going to be a huge key uh, tonight um, for us, anyway, is being able to control that line of scrimmage. All right, and obviously getting the game in all all season—that's everybody's challenge. But uh, thanks for your time, and good luck tonight and the rest of this season. Yeah, thanks a lot, Steve. Appreciate it. Craig Hill, the Prairie to Head Coach, back with Boy after this on Extreme 1071. Hi, this is Christine Raleigh of Raleigh Cheese, wishing all area athletes successful seasons. Cheese is a great source of protein for school lunches or a snack before the big game. Stop in and try some of our award-winning artisan cheeses like Dunbarton Blue, Red Rock, and Little Mountain. We have fresh cheese curds weekly and a wide variety of snacks and beverages, plus made-to-order cheese trays. Shop locally and taste the difference of handmade Wisconsin cheese at Raleigh Cheese House. 
on the corner of Highways 11 and 23 Shellsburg. Southern Wisconsin is a great place to live, work, and raise a family. And Biotech Resource Management is proud to be a partner in keeping our community strong and vibrant. As a family-owned and operated business since 1983, Biotech is a proud supporter of our local employees and our local communities. Biotech provides good-paying jobs with great benefits to 35 employees and their families. Our partnership with family farms and local agribusinesses, our commitment to buying local, and our support for youth activities and local agricultural events are just a few ways that Biotech gives back to local communities. with an asshole anthem here at Prairie du Chien High School for the first game of the season. The shoebox scoreboard is, as always, presented by the shoebox and Black Earth, the Midwest's largest independent shoe store in what I guess we'll call the Southwest Wisconsin Football Conference this year. River Valley is at Darlington. Mineral Point is at Dodgeville, and Richland Center is at Lancaster. That is on 97.7 Country WGLR. And then I guess we'll call it the Ridge and Rivers Conference because it takes too long to explain how that got set up. Iowa Grand is at River Ridge. Potosi Cassville is at Pecatonica Argyle. Larry Green back as the coach of Peck Argyle, by the way. Um, Ithaca at Hillsborough and on Alaska, Luther is at Boscoville, which might be the most interesting game of the night. One game did get canceled, Highland and DeSoto. Uh, because of a COVID situation at DeSoto High School. One of the things that's kind of interesting, you know, we're talking about it being the Southwestern Wisconsin Conference or something. This actually, except for one team, is the old Southern 8 Conference. River Valley is there instead of Mount Horror, but otherwise it's the old Southern 8. Our exclusive turf and weather report is brought to you by Dewey's Tire Repair for all your farm Auto and truck tire sales service and uh, sales and service needs the best, the best place to take a leak. Dewey's Tire Repair in Platteville is a beautiful night. The sun just set over the Mississippi River Bluff, 75 degrees of kickoff. It's supposed to drop into the 60s. Weather is literally no issue tonight. Starting lineup is presented by Nutrition World Health and Wellness. Quality selection and balance for optimal health and energy levels can be found at Nutrition World on South Water Street. In Platteville, the Hillmen will receive because Prairie Duchene won the toss but deferred. And so Derek Digman 
who is a sophomore, played a little bit at the very end of games last year. He starts at quarterback. John Gumi is the running back, and he had a rather good year last year, 1,018 yards and 12 touchdowns on the ground at 154, 194 yards and two touchdowns through the air. The receivers all back from last year, Devin Digman, Jesse Martin, Logan Page, and Seth Millsap. The offensive line, there's where the new guys are. Connor Pop is the left tackle. Porter Mandarano is the left guard. Connor Timlin back at center. Adam Bird, who is the left guard, now the right guard. And Jaden Culbertson is the right tackle. The kickoff to start high school football on, 90, on Extreme 107.1. And the kick return, Platteville going right to left. Kick returned up to about the 27-yard line. And return. we got a season going. Yeah, Logan Page did a nice job. The ball landed right in front of him, but he picked it up and advance it, like we said, back up to about the 27-yard line. First down and 10 yards to go. And again, the, the all the skill position guys are back from last year. Ball near the near side hash mark, and immediately we have a different look. I'm not sure how often we saw this last year. Three receivers to the left and one way over to the right on the Prairie Sheen sideline almost. First 10. And a swing pass to Gumi from Digman, and he will lose yards, two of them, back to the 25-yard line. Second down, 12 yards to go. The defense for Prairie Duchene is pretty inexperienced also. Up front, Jaden uh, Johnson, Don, John Tittlebach, Christian Black, Mix, Max Clanton, and Ryan Drinkwine, who's the only returner back. They'll rotate guys in there. We'll get the rest in a second. Second and 12. And a quick pass over the middle. Pass caught in traffic. Uh, pass to the left side. And Jesse Martin makes his first catch of the season. Quick pass there up to the 32-yard line. That's a gain of seven, and it will be third down. Actually, it's more than seven. It'll be third down and a yard to go. That was, that was really a nice job on it, just a nice little quick slant. And he just caught the ball and re- split a couple of defenders to get a few extra yards. Third down at about a yard to go. Three receivers now to the right, one to the left. And the pitch goes to Gumi around the right side. He will get the first down down the far sideline and gets to the 44-yard line. Good run for the first time for John Gumi and a first down. The first, first supply first down. Yeah, nice job. He ended up nice pitch back off to the right to Gumi. Got a nice block out on the edge, turned it back upfield. Like you said, now he's got a got a real nice first down out of that, out to the 44-yard line. First supply of Platteville sponsoring our first downs today. And, in fact, all season, happy they're back. 10.35 remaining in the first quarter. No score. Man comes in motion right to left. And a handoff for Gumi up the middle. And he had a very slow developing play. And he got back to the line of scrimmage and no more than that. That shades of, a, of the old-fashioned wing tee belly play where you bring, the, bring a guy in motion from the opposite side and then you give the ball to your fullback coming back through. Uh, but again, in this case, like you said, no gain. The rest of the defense for Freddie Sheen, Austin Martin, Braden Saint are the inside linebackers. Chase Fisher, Aiden McCluskey outside. Defensive backs in a moment. Second down, 10 yards to go, and a quick pass over the middle off the hands of the intended receiver and then off the hands of the intended guy who wanted to get it by the interception. It was Martin who 
had a golf off his hands at the 45, and so it's third down, 10 yards to go. Yeah, just a little bit high. It would have been a would have been an awesome catch. He'd have been able to bring it down. It would have been a fingertip style. Defensive backfield for Prairie du Chien, Matt Rogie and John Nicholson are the cornerbacks. Kurt Wall and Max Amundsen are the safeties. It's third and ten for Platteville at the 44. Back to passes Digman. Under pressure, runs out, and then gets sacked back at the 42-yard line. And so that's a two-yard loss, and that will presumably end the series. We will see now for the first time Caden Abbey as the kicker. And Caden Abbey, that name may sound familiar to you because he scored a bazillion goals playing soccer, but he is also the kicker and punter and kickoffs. And I think that's McCluskey. Or actually John Nicholson going back to receive the kick. And here's Aiden's kick. It's a high kick, not deep. And McCluskey or uh, Nicholson has to kind of fall on it up at the 32-yard line of Prairie du Chien. And so that'll start the first series for Prairie du Chien in their starting lineup, presented also by Nutrition World Health and Wellness. Quality selection of knowledge for optimal health and energy levels can be still found at Nutrition World on Southwater Street and Platteville. They're supposedly going to rotate Two quarterbacks, um, Maddox Chaika, who is a sophomore, and Aiden McCluskey, who is a junior. Neither of them started last year. First down and whistles all over the place. And so they're calling offside on Platteville. Must have lined up in the neutral zone. Second, uh, first down, five yards to go after that. Braden Sane is the only starter in skill position back. He's a running back. Also, Ryan Drinkwine and Max Amundsen. The tight end is Chase Fisher, and they'll rotate John Nicholson and Brady Russell at the split end position. They're mostly running the eye from what we were told from the yeah. scrimmage. First down, five yards to go at the Prairie du Chien 37-yard line. And speaking of which, a run up the middle out of the eye. Yeah, it's Braden Saint carrying the football, and you're going to see his number called a lot. He was he was one of their better running backs last year. It was his brother that was really a star. Last year, Braden Saint, 202 yards and five touchdowns as a running back. The offensive line, Jaden Johnson, Jalen Johnson, 285 pounds. Siler Wall, 230. Austin Martin back at center, 225. Christian Black and Chad Achenbach at the other guard position. And Kyle Quick is the tackle, run up the middle again. And that's Saint again. So Saint got four yards on first down. And he ended up losing a yard back to the 40 on second down. So it'll be third down and two yards to go. Platteville on defense. I mentioned the 4-2-5 up front. Devin Digman, Porter Manorado, Adam Bird, Jaden Culbertson. We'll get you the rest when we can here. Third and two. And again, a run up the middle, and this one will get the first down up to the 45-yard line. And that's the fullback. Uh, that was Max Amundsen. Actually, they say it's Ryan Drinkwine. 25, not 15, and it is a first down. Needed one and got five up to the up to the Prairie du Chien 45-yard line. 7.50 remaining in the first. No score. 
And first down, it's a delayed handoff to Sandy. He got stuffed in the backfield that time. That was Devin Digman that came in and made a great play defensively. Digman, who was a linebacker last year, and now he's the defensive end. As we just mentioned, the linebackers, Chad, uh, Chase Carroll, John Gumi, who's back from last year, Connor Pop, and Logan Page, the quarterback, Seth Millsap, and Terrell Halverson, and Jesse Martin is the safety of the loss. Back to the 43, second down, 12 yards to go, two receivers to the right, and a fumble snap, and then the ball picked up. And I think that was Drinkwine, and he didn't get much, and it was all because the timing got messed up because of the drop snap. Yeah, and that was, that was 31. That was Braden Fade again. Oh, it was, all right. Yeah, and he took a two-yard loss. <laughs> so the two-yard loss, I just had a pen problem there. and Be careful see, of those pins. They, they explode, too. Oh, that's good. <clears throat> Third down and 14 yards to go. Back at the Prairie du Chien, 41-yard line. One receiver to the left, one to the right. And Jacob will throw from the left side, and the pass is a diving attempt at an interception. It's incomplete at the 45 of Platteville. That was attempted for John Nicholson out there. Excellent job on the corner over there. I believe that was, boy, I can't, I can't tell. I can't, but a great job. May have been Seth Millsap over there. He is a, he, I don't think he was a starter last year on defense, but he did play a lot. Well, he forced a, a little misdirection, and then that's, is there a contact? Kind of, but not really. Dirk Rodden to punt, and a line drive kick, and Martin takes it back to the 25, up to the 30, 35, up near the 40-yard line. Decent field position for Platteville. With 6.16 remaining in quarter number one, Platteville's second possession on offense. We have no score on it, just a fantastic night for football. Tonight's game brought to you by Claire Bank with eight convenient locations in southwest Wisconsin, proudly supporting this area's high school sports teams. Claire Bank, where they say, we can do that, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. First and ten, Platteville from the Hillman 43-yard line, again moving right to left, or, if you will, north to south. One running back, that's Gumi behind Digman. He gets a handoff, goes off the left tackle, and a good game for him up to the 44-yard line. Yeah, that's, that's a nice, solid five-yard game. Really, it was a pretty good, just enough room at the line of scrimmage for him to pop through. And they weren't great blocks at the line, but they were enough. And that's really all you need when you have a back like Umi. Second down, and actually a little more, or a little less than five yards to go. Martin comes out to the left side, and the other receivers are all to the right. And Digman on play action throws a knuckleball that is incomplete. Intended for Digman, I think it slipped out of his hand, would be my guess, based on the trajectory of the ball. Yeah, that would be falling out of uh, the quarterback, Derek Digman's hands. Um, yeah, that's going to be a confusion all year, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, well, it's going to be Digman, 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 Digman. Right. <laughs> Especially when you got two of them that both start with a D in their first name. Yeah, no confusion there. Two receivers left, two right. Martin is one of the receivers to the left side on third and five. Rolling out to the left is Digman, who throws, and the pass is, is it caught or not? Martin yes, it is. did make the catch. 
And that will be a first down for Platteville at the Prairie Duchene 48-yard line. Another first supply first down. Really a nice job catching the ball. He had to go down after it, but was able to get down there and make the catch. First and 10 for Platteville, 523 in the first quarter. And now we have some nice post-sunset red in the sky across the way. No score in the first quarter. And a handoff to Gumi on first down. And a, he took some people with him as he got down to the Prairie du Chien 40-yard line. That was a real fake-out because that actually was Derek Digman who took the ball from the quarterback position and followed Gumi's block. So the question would have been raised because it looks like Derek Digman is not going to do so much lead blocking this year. Well, who's the lead blocker for Gumi? Well, no, it's Gumi, the lead blocker for Derek Digman. Well, and that's it. You've got Derek Digman who can run the ball very well. Millsap goes out to the right side. Two receivers, including Martin, to the left on second and four. And this is Digman again with it. And Digman going right is near the first down. He'll be short, but not by much. Uh, and maybe he's not sure. This, they're going to bring the chains in, I'll bet. Well, nope. They're not giving the chains. They're going to say first down. Yep. Ball is at the Prairie Scene 38-yard line, 425 remaining in quarter number one of, of game number one of seven. This season, first and ten, no score. Digman will throw to the left side and just led a little bit. Devin Digman, the pass incomplete, second down. If he was able to complete that pass, there's a lot of room up the sidelines. They saw that before because you've got one guy out here doing the covering out here, and now Digman's coming all the way across the phone, the formation, and you've got to have a safety or somebody who's going to follow him. And they didn't have anyone. Second down, 10 yards to go at the Prairie du Chien 38. Martin is the receiver to the left side, 3 to the right. Digman rolls to the right, or left, throws to the left side, and the pass incomplete. Missing Martin and Digman, who are both, that is to say, Derek, uh, Devin Digman, who are on the left side there, third down. Yeah, that was supposed to be to, uh, to Jesse Martin, but... Jesse Martin made a cut one way, and the ball went a different. Tonight's game brought to you by First Supply of Platteville, your total commercial plumbing and heating wholesale outlet. When quality parts are needed, the experts rely on First Supply in Platteville. Third and ten at the Prairie Machine 38. Digman the pass, and now it's going to roll to the right side. Throws it over the middle, and the pass is caught for a short game. Jesse Martin gets the catch there. It'll be considerably short of the first down, but it is where Prairie, where Platteville might think about going for it. It'll be fourth down and about eight yards to go at the Prairie du Chien 36. This is, this is one of those they are lining up to go for, but this is one of those that really becomes a question as to what do you want to do. Well, we'll see if they snap it for one thing, and indeed they are, and here's a quick... Pass to the left side, and Martin with it, and Martin gets down across the 35 down to the 34-yard line, but that will be short of the first down. They try to swing pass to Jesse Martin, and it ends up short. They needed eight. They got three. Prairie Duchene takes over with 3.55 remaining in the first quarter. 
no score. It will take over at the Prairie Machine 33-yard line. Receivers left and right and an eye formation behind Maddox. Chaka on first down of Renna goes nowhere. And Braden Saint got just stumped at the line of scrimmage and then thrown back. Chase Carroll was there to make that play. Nice job. Carroll was not a starter last year, but got a lot of playing time. That's one of the things. There was a lot of kids that played a lot last year that were not starters. And for Platteville, which has had depth issues the last couple of years, that's a good thing to have. They really do have a lot of experience coming back from last year. Second and 11 at the Prairie Sheen 32. Pitch to Saint around the left side, and he gets past the first wave of defenders, but only ends up getting up to the 35-yard line, and it's going to be third and eight. Now, Brayton Saint, is, he's rushed for minus two yards and six carries, and they, ha- and they haven't even been that easy. Well, you have to think, Platteville remembers him from last year. And well, his brother. And sees the only guys that are back. Third down, eight yards to go at the Prairie Dijon 35-yard line. Two receivers to the left out of the shotgun. Chaika will throw to the right side, and the pass is intercepted. Platteville comes up with it, and making the interception with a flag that goes down at the very end of the play. That Seth Millsap who got it? Pardon? Was that Seth Millsap who got it? Carroll. Chase Carroll. Just like we were talking about. So Chase Carroll. Uh, talking about whatever the penalty is here. Apparently it must be on Plateau. So Carroll with the interception, Platteville, unless there was a penalty that just didn't get thrown before the interception, it should go back to Platteville. It's a personal foul on Platteville. And so their field position won't be as good as it was. They'll have the ball at the 46, but they will have the football. First and 10 with 229 remaining in the first quarter. And no score. First turnover of the season. Today's game brought to you by Myers Heating and Cooling, servicing southwest Wisconsin since 1999. Myers Heating and Cooling, where they say, don't worry, we got this. First and ten. Platteville's got the ball. And a pitch around the left side goes Gumi. And Gumi hits a few guys and gets up to about the midfield stripe. Actually got over the midfield stripe by about a half yard. So it'll be second down and... A long five to go. Just uh, came in motion, and this time they just pitched the ball to him in motion, and he was able to turn it up. Second down, five yards to go. Tonight's game brought to you by Plantville Collision Center. Expert color matching, framing, unibody straightening, baked on finishing to keep paint shining longer. Trust the repair people at Plantville Collision Center on East Mineral Street. Second and five on the Purdy Sheen side of midfield. Back to pass is Derek Dayman. Throws it over the middle deep, and it's through the hands of, well, he was triple covered. And Jesse Martin unable to get the pass in traffic. And it is third down, five yards to go with a minute 44 left in the first quarter. He tried to split between the corner and the safety with his pattern, 
and they both jumped him. The entire staff of Faraday Incorporated in Platteville wishes our Platteville Hillman football team the best of luck for the 2020 season. It's a great day to be a Hillman, and it's great to cheer you on again. Faraday Incorporated in Platteville. Third down, five yards to go at the Prairie Duchesne 49-yard line with a minute 44 left in the third, uh, first quarter. Derek Dibby will take off with it and to the 45 and spins down there and will be very close to the first down. And how close he is, he's got it. Depends on the spot. They have not marked it yet. Well, they've got the ball down, but I, he, I say, I think he's got it. Yep. And indeed they do. Another first supply first down for Platteville. That's what four of them so far. A lot of first downs, but first downs aren't scores. True well, enough. I shouldn't say that. Technically, if you score, it is a first down. Right. 107 remaining in the first quarter. No score. And a run, very delayed run for Gumi. <laughs> that was kind of like that little belly type play again. Uh, no to no gain. I think he actually got perhaps a yard. Well, he Maybe. may have gotten the... Maybe by leaning forward, he got a large. It'll be second, second and long with 38 seconds remaining in the first quarter. And it's going to be three receiver, two receivers to the left side and two to the right side. Gumi, the lone running back on play action. Derek Dibman to pass under pressure and then goes down back at the 45-yard line. So... Zygmunt ends up losing two, and it's going to be third down and 11 yards to go. And I think we are about to change sides for the first quarter, or for the second quarter, because we have run out of quarter number one. After one, no score. Back after this on Extreme 1071. Are you busy during normal business hours but would like a career change? Express Employment is hosting a Saturday hiring event just for you this Saturday, September 26th from 9 a.m. to noon. Be ready for immediate interviews with our employment specialists with potential on-the-spot job offers. We are hiring for industrial, manufacturing, administrative, office services, and professional positions around the southwest Wisconsin and Dubuque area. We will be offering phone interviews as well. Call Express Employment, 608-348-9200. Wisconsin Bank and Trust allows you to maximize your cash flow and find the right solution for your unique needs with their home equity lines of credit, personal loans, vehicle loans, and credit cards. Visit wisconsinbankandtrust.com backslash loans to get started today. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Credit cards are issued in service by New Mexico Bank and Trust, DDA, HDLF card services. Normal underwriting guidelines apply. Enjoy your Rookie's Food and Spirits favorites. Rookie serves great food Friday through Sunday, 1130 till late Friday and Saturday, plus Sundays 1130 till 7, with bar hours later. They still offer curbside pickup and delivery, too, at Rookie's Food and Spirits. Hi-Tech Resource Management coverage of high school football presented by Myers Heating and Cooling of Lancaster on Extreme 1071. No scores. We start quarter number two at Prairie Duchene High School. Today's game brought to you by Bob Hunthausen, your Platteville Edward Jones representative. He salutes our athletes on their hard work. Protect your team investments with Bob Hunthausen, Edward Jones Investments Off Business 151 Inside Drive. In Platteville, also brought to you by the Sports Page in Belmont, welcoming everyone to stop in for some ice-cold beverages and order off our menu. Weekly specials, Friday Night Fish, 
Saturday Night Prime Rib, and Sunday's large two-topping pizza, the sports page, serving Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, 11 to 1.30, and 4.30 to 9, and Saturday and Sunday open 11 to close. We start quarter number two. Platteville now moving left to right, and they didn't have to go very far. The football at the 45-yard line. And back to pass is Digman on third down until he gets sacked. All the way back at the Platteville 42-yard line. He tried to tried to get away from it and ended up and just just didn't have the quickness to be able to pull it off. And so fourth down and a long way, and we will see. Caden Addy on his second high school punt. Caden Addy. Well, one of the things that Purdue Sheen has been doing now is they've been starting to dial up, high snap. Uh, sending a lot of people. High snap, but Addy gets it off in a good punt. Field it back of the 25-yard line at a fair catch. And that's where Purdue Sheen will take over. And Max Amundsen, again, that's the second time that he's just called the fair catch. 45 seconds into the second quarter. Today's game brought to you by Midwest One Bank. It's simply better banking with Midwest One Bank, equal housing lender, member FDIC. Also brought to you by Eastman Cartwright in Platteville for all your building needs. When you need a team you can depend on to make your next new build or remodeling project a winner, turn to Eastman Cartwright in Platteville. They'll be with you to the finish line. Interesting score, first quarter. Yes, Richland Center 7, Lancaster nothing on our shoebox scoreboard. Again, presented by the Shoebox and Blackworth, largest independent shoe store in the Midwest. Run around the left side by Braden Saint, and he got a couple of yards. He's got about, uh, looks like you're going to mark it for about four yards. Couple four? <laughs> I know somebody who says couple three. That would be six. Right. Yeah, actually, you're right. Yes. Is that business math? That makes sense. Anyway, this one was four yards, so it's second down and six yards to go at the 28-yard line of Prairie Duchene. And a handoff again around the right side. I don't think, well, there's Brandon St. once again. And Adam Burke is the one that actually tripped him up. He gets up to the 31-yard line, and that'll make it third down and about three yards to go. It's a it's a long two, short three, or another, something like that. Another footballism. Today's game brought to you by Community First Bank with locations in Basketville, Livingston, Platteville, Fenimore, and Fenimore. First for you, Community First Bank member, FDIC. Third down, three yards to go. At the Prairie Duchene 31, again, the eye formation back to pass is Cheka throws to the right side and over the intended receiver, and the pass incomplete. It'll be fourth down. Looks like that was to Brady Russell. And Brady Russell would have had to have been Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's height to get that. So we'll have another punt. And Jesse Martin is at his own 40, well, now he's going to go backwards. Somewhere between his 35 and 40-yard line is where he will punt, or where he will receive Derek Grandin's punt. 
And grounded a left-handed, a left-footed putter. Gets a great putt off. Dropped by Martin, and he has to sit on it at the 40-yard line. Lucky he was able to drop right on it. Tried to basket, catch it, and it slid through, and that's, unfortunately, that's what happens on a lot of basket catches. He did hold on to it, though, and so Platteville will take over with 9.42 remaining in the first half. No score. Today's game brought to you by River of Lakes Resort for family-friendly camping and excellent fishing in the backwaters of the Mississippi. Get away at River of Lakes Resort. Learn more at <laughs> rolcamp.com and find them on Facebook. I'm chuckling because we have a sophomore that every once in a while forgets that he's supposed to be in. Well, that uh, happens. It's a sophomore. That's, this is his first time he's playing at this level. First and ten for Platteville at the 40-yard line. They're kind of, well, actually they are over at the far side hash mark. And out of the T formation on first down, Digman goes in motion and a keeper for Derek Digman, and he gets up across the 45. And good yardage for him up all the way up to the 48. Yeah, nice job. Second down and two yards to go. Well, that's one of the things. You know, if you're going to start sending linebackers, and that's what Perdachin had been doing here, that's how you take that away. When all of a sudden your quarterback pulls it down and he goes, finds that, finds the opening. Second down, two yards to go. No huddle here at the Platteville 48-yard line. Two receivers to the left, to the right, and Gumi is the running back. Gets the handoff, gets the first down up the middle, and is all the way down to the Prairie du Chien 45-yard line. First down, another first supply, first down. Actually, a little shy of the 45, about the 45 and a half. Yeah, I'm calling it seven-yard gain. It's close enough. Okay, then, six, uh, 8.44 remaining in the first half. No score. Two receivers left, two receivers right. Ball is near the far side hash mark at about the 45 and a half. Gumi is the lone running back behind Derek Digman. And a juggle of the snap. He gets the pass off, and it's Derek Digman, uh, Devin Digman, and he gets the first down to the 34-yard line. And I have got to believe, Wally, that seeing, if you're a defensive back, seeing Devin Digman coming at you with the ball has to be kind of scary. Well, I would like to make certain that I'm covering him so I could try to tip the ball away, not try to make a hit. At the 39-yard line, six, one more time, 818 remaining in the first half. He was wide open there, too. Yeah, he had a whole lane there, basically. First down, run up the middle, and another good gainer there, John Kumi. Yeah, we know it's Gumi, <laughs> and Gumi with good yards there. In fact, it's nine yards, nine down to the 30-yard line. Second and one coming up. That's nice because all they really did is they were able to seal off, and kind of you've got the defensive end was trying to come across. Well, you seal to the inside. There's a little running lane. And again, no huddle. If they get the signal from the sideline. Second down and a yard to go at the Prairie du Chien 30, and a keeper again for Digman. I'm not sure that was the play. Digman is down at about the line of scrimmage. He's going to be short, and it'll be third down. Yeah, just 
He got back to the line of scrimmage, and that's about it. Mount City Bank's total line of credit allows you to use the equity in your home to do the things you want. Stop into Mount City Bank to apply. Offer subject to approval. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. Learn more at MountCityBank.com. As we come down to seven minutes remaining in the first half, it's third and a yard to go at the Prairie Machine 30-yard line, and Gumi bangs his way up the middle, should have the first down. He disappeared into a pile, but... And he's got it. Needed only a yard and got the first down. Another first supply first down. I've been watching a couple of these sophomores on offense, and you know what? These, these three sophomore linemen are not doing a bad job. Well, they have not given him the first down yet. Really, they're going to measure. Well, they should. Actually, I thought he was a little further than that. But they're down there. I'm up here. Well, at any rate, we'll tell you that today's game brought to you by RPM Automotive, now in Prairie du Chien. See Len and the crew for full service for your vehicle or automotive repair with the same pickup, delivery, and loader car service from Bloomington. RPM Automotive, Prairie du Chien. Today's game also brought to you by Bitech Resource Management. If you love cheese, you have to like Bitech. Servicing the dairy industry for more than 35 years, a greener way Bitech Resource Management of Monroe. By a reaction. He's short by about an inch, if that. So it's going to be fourth down and a minimal amount of yards, yardage, footage, inchage. To get the first down and going forward, or actually a run around the left side, and that will end up being a first down. I don't think they expected Gumi around to go to go around the left side, and that does move the chains. Now we have our first supply first down. Well, it's first down of the 28-yard line. 6:13 remaining in the first half. No score, but Platteville marching toward the red zone. Only it's not the red zone, and if they get to the red zone, we'll tell you what it is. First and ten. Back to pass is Digman. Derek Digman throws to the right side. Pass is caught by Devin Digman, and he'll have a first down inside the 20-yard line. Fisher made the stop. But it is first and goal at the nine-yard line, inside the nine-yard line. 19 yards and a first down, first supply first down. And as I was just teasing one play ago, Platteville has entered the red zone, but for us it's the Bitech green zone, a greener way, Bitech resource management of Monroe. And now we're going to have a timeout. Platteville calls its first timeout with 5.39 remaining in the first half. No score, but Platteville in the Bitech Green Zone after this on Extreme 1071. River of Lakes Resort for family-friendly camping and excellent fishing in the backwaters of the Mississippi. Get away at River of Lakes Resort. Learn more at rolcamp.com. River of Lakes Resort in Bagley. Are you looking for a new and exciting career? Tricom U.S. Cellular in Platteville, Lancaster, and Darlington is currently looking for new sales associates. 
Tricom has a fun and family-oriented work environment with a competitive hourly wage and uncapped bonus opportunities. If you enjoy working with people and learning about the latest in consumer electronics, stop into any of the three locations and fill out an application today or give them a call at 608-348-8909. Turpin Dodge salutes Marie Wiederholt, a registered nurse at Grand Regional Health Center in Lancaster. Turpin will honor Marie with a donation to Grand Regional Health Center. Visit TurpinDodge.com to nominate an area nurse. Thank you, Marie, from Turpin Dodge in Dubuque. Biotech Resource Management coverage of high school football presented by Myers Heating and Cooling of Lancaster on Extreme 1071. Platteville just called its first time out. 539 remaining in the first half. They have the ball. At the Prairie du Chien nine-yard line, first and goal in the Bytech green zone. And they have two receivers to the left, two receivers to the right. Going to be in the running back position. Man comes in motion. And a rainbow to the end zone. Juggled and incomplete. No, he caught. No, incomplete. Incomplete, that's right. That was intended for Jesse Martin. And he got his hands on it, but he just could not bring it in. Second and goal from the nine. I like the play call, though. I mean, that's that quick slant again from that outside position. And there really was not, there wasn't a maroon shirt in the way. It's 5.35 remaining in the first half. Second down and goal from the nine. Two receivers again to the left, two to the right. And comes in motion, and a pitch goes to Gumi around the left side to the five. And goes forward and just short. Out of bounds around the one-yard line, or down around the one-yard line. And it will be third and goal from the one. Braden St. made that stop. Looks like about a seven-yard gain. Derek Digman came, uh, comes back from the sideline and has the play. And it is third and goal from the Prairie du Chien one-yard line, far side hash mark. Everybody in tight now, and it's Gumi with it, and Gumi will not get the first down. He is pushed backwards. And he ran into the middle of the line, and now let's see what Platteville does here on fourth and goal from the one. 427 and the clock running in the first half. And it looks like Platteville's going to go for it. Apparently, it'll be fourth and goal from actually about the two, maybe even the three yard line. Martin is one receiver to the left. Gumi is behind Derek Digman. Here's the pitch to Gumi. Cuts around the right side and spins forward and will not get it. He got down to the one. But ends up short. Yeah, they tried to go wide again. And they needed they needed one more person out there as a blocker, and they just didn't have it. So Prairie du Chien will take over at their one-yard line. With 4-0-1 remaining in the first half. And still no score. And they'll line up everybody tight. 
on first down and a handoff up the middle and burrowing up to about the four-yard line at the bottom of the pile is, no surprise, Braden Saint. Actually gave him the five-yard line, it looks like. So a gain of four, and it's second down and six yards to go. Blackville's defense is pretty much stuffed Prairie du Chien so far in the game. But Prairie du Chien has kept Blackville from scoring. Run around the right side and gaining yards up near the 10-yard line, but there is... It's short of the 10-yard line, so it'll be third down at about a yard and a half to go. Big play right here for the Hillman. They they really need to force them into a punt from back here. Third down at about a yard and a half from just inside the Prairie Sheen 10-yard line and a run up the middle, and it will... Looks like it gets them the first down with, again, Braden Saints. And correct me if I'm wrong, but is it, well, they have not marked it as a first down yet, but it is a first down. All the way up to the 13-yard line. Is that their first first down? Uh, I think it's their second. So at the 13-yard line, Prairie Sheen. With 2.28 remaining in the first half. Now they go wide with two receivers to the left and two receivers to the right. And one running back. And Cheka hands it off to Saints around the right side. And Saint is all the way up to about the 25-yard line and another first down. 12 yards and a first down. This is the first time that Prairie Duchene has really had any kind of offensive momentum in this game. It really is. No score with 2.07 remaining in the first half. First and 10 at the Prairie du Chien 24-yard line. Prairie du Chien has all of their timeouts left. And on first down, Cheka pump fakes and throws up the middle, and the pass is broken up right at the midfield stripe. And that was Chase Carroll once again making a nice defensive play there. Yeah, it really was. Nice job, good coverage. Ball was a little bit underthrown, which helped him out a little bit, but he was able to get a good look at the ball. Second down, 10 yards to go. As I hear a train a coming. Second and 10, two receivers left, two to the right. And Chica hands to St. Tries to get around and forget that. Down he goes, spun down inside the 20-yard line. Dickman. And timeout called by Platteville. And we're at we're under two minutes, and that's the reason for this. We've got a third and long. It's a good good call for a timeout there. 134 remaining in the first half. No score. Back after this on Extreme 1071. 
Oil is here for you. Energy for what you do. Allegiant Oil is now hiring at their Montfort location. Full and part-time positions are open. Call 608-723-4139 to get more information or to have Allegiant Oil mail you an application. You can also stop by any of the Allegiant Oil locations and pick one up. Allegiant Oil is an equal opportunity employer and a family-owned business. Allegiant Oil, your energy neighbor. Hi, Vicki. How's your knee doing? It feels better, doctor. Those painkillers worked great. I was hoping to get some more. We're being very careful with prescription painkillers. Let's continue with therapy and off-the-shelf anti-inflammatories for now. Prescription painkillers are America's newest epidemic, causing abuse and addiction for millions. The smaller the dose prescribed and taken, the better. A message from the American Academy of Orthopedic Surgeons and the Orthopedic Trauma Association. Visit orthoinfo.org slash prescription safety. Third down, 15 yards to go. Saint around the left side. Saint is going to get the first down and a whole lot more across the 40. And the timeout apparently gave Prairie Duchene enough time to figure out what they wanted to do. They get the first down all the way up to the 42-yard line. It ends up being a 23-yard run for Braden Saint. Minute 23 remaining in the first half. And now Prairie Duchene on the move. First and 10 at the 42. And Chica will throw it down the left side. And the pass is juggled and dropped. And a nice defensive play there off of John Nicholson. But Terrell Halverson was there and made the play. Nice job. He was there step for step with Nicholson. Second and 10. And the clock now says one minute and 13 seconds until the Peterson Agency halftime reports. Prairie Duchene has all three timeouts. Platteville down to one. And a receiver off to the right side. Two running backs. Cheka out of the shotgun. Throws it deep down the far sideline. And the pass is incomplete. That was Russell, the intended receiver that time. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just got to say, Prairie Duchene hasn't completed a pass yet, except to Plateau. That's right. So it's third down, 10 yards to go. And uh, all the passes that they have thrown are not the high percentage category either, are they? No, they're not. Third and ten. And we've seen so far that the platform corners or safeties are able to run right with them step for step. And again, having a lot to do with having experience back there in the defensive backfield. Third and ten at the Prairie Machine 42-yard line. And a draw play, and St. got nothing there. And ends up getting supped all the way back to the 36-yard line. And Platteville will call another timeout, their final timeout of the first half with 56 seconds remaining in the in the first half as Platteville tries to they won't get as good field position as they thought they might before the uh, long run by Saints but they should get in an okay field position at any rate well yeah but not a lot of time left in the half. Well, they're going to be probably somewhere between the 30 and 40-yard line, just at a rough guess. 
They have not gotten a kick return yet in the game. Today's game brought to you by Claire Bank with eight convenient locations in southwest Wisconsin, probably supporting this area's high school sports teams. Claire Bank where they say, we can do that. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. Also brought to you by First Supply of Platteville, our first down sponsor all season. Your total commercial plumbing and heating wholesale outlet. When quality parts are needed, the experts rely on First Supply in Platteville. Also brought to you by our title sponsor, Myers Heating and Cooling, servicing southwest Wisconsin since 1999. Myers Heating and Cooling, where they say, don't worry, we got this. So it'll be fourth down. The punt will be snapped at the 37-yard line. Jesse Martin, who has had a couple issues fielding punts, so therefore no return before this will feel the punt from Derek Grandin who was back from last season. And here is the snap. And again, a left-footed punt. And Martin's not going to touch this one. And it ends up rolling and going to a stop inside the Platteville 30-yard line. Looks like at about the 26. 43 seconds remaining in the first half. Platteville at their 26-yard line. They will have no timeouts, as we said. And there's a nice little challenge for Derek Digman starting his first game as Platteville's quarterback. Two receivers will go to the right side and two to the left. Gumi is the lone running back. Behind Digman, I guess the first priority here is don't turn it over, right? First and ten, back to pass Derek Digman. And he will throw over the middle and juggled and incomplete at the 43-yard line. Now it's to Martin. And Martin got a whole lot of attention from Prairie Duchene defenders there, second and ten. With 39 seconds left to the first half. Again, score update. We haven't gotten one recently, but the last score we had was Richland Center 7 and Lancaster nothing. That came on 97.7 Country WGLR. We also have, by the way, Cedar Rapids Kennedy in Dubuque Hempstead, and that is on Super It's 106. Second and 10 draw play, and up the middle for a first down. A whole lot more than that is Gumi up the left side, and he goes out of bounds at about the 45-yard line. And I don't think they were expecting a run there. That's 18 yards on that run. Another first supply, first down for Platteville. 32 seconds left, and Gumi smartly got out of bounds to stop the clock. The ball at the Platteville 44-yard line. Millsap is one of the receivers. I think it's Devin Digman next to him on the right side. Two to the left, back to pass. Derek Digman swings it out over the middle, caught by Gumi, up the middle, gets the first down and across midfield and down to the 49-yard line of Prairie Duchene. 12-yard reception. They just need to hurry here. The clock is now running. 20 seconds left in the half. Ball on the Prairie Duchene side of midfield. Digman under pressure. Digman gets out of pressure, throws it down the middle deep, and the pass incomplete. He was looking for Devin Digman down in the middle and just overthrew him. Looked like Derek Digman got open late there and a little too late. So third and ten. 
with 12 seconds remaining in the first half before the Peterson Agency halftime report. As you can imagine, given the uh, rules, not much of a crowd here. All the players get two tickets each. And that's it. Two receivers left, two receivers to the right. We are on the Platteville side, so second down, 10 yards to go. Back to pass is Derek Digman. Rolls to the left. Rolls and throws it deep, and the pass is caught inside the five-yard line. And that was Jesse Martin getting the completion. Four seconds left. And a timeout. Uh, who called the Brady Sheen calls a timeout. I think they just gave Platteville a big favor there. First and ten at the ten yard line. And Prairie Sheen calls timeout. They're first with four seconds left in the first half. Well, that's interesting. They've been trying to hit Martin and they finally did connect. Today's game brought to you by Platteville Collision Center. They're, they give you expert color matching, frame and unibody straightening, baked on finishing to keep paint shining longer. Trust the repair people at Platteville Collision Center on East Mineral Street. The entire staff of Faraday Incorporated in Platteville wishes our Platteville Hillman football team the best of luck for the 2020 season. It's a great day to be a Hillman, and it's great to cheer you on again. Faraday Incorporated in Platteville, and again, we're in the Platteville has entered the red zone, but for us, it's the Bitech Green Zone, a greener way Bitech Resource Management up in Monroe. And look for a field goal to try. Oh, they are going to try a field goal. So here's Kane and Addy, the holder. Jesse Martin. Uh, and the long snapper is John Drefsinski, the only number one I have ever seen as a long snapper. And a field goal attempt will be 26 yards. Here's the snap, good, and the kick is up and through the uprights, and it's good. Cannon Addy with his, well, let's see, he's 12 goals away from the all-time Platteville record, and now he's got a, a three-point goal, a field goal. And so the score, and as we reach halftime, is Platteville three, Prairie du Chien, Nothing. The Peterson Agency halftime report follows these messages on Extreme 107Y. It's Culver's. You may know us for our famous butter burgers, but we're also known for our whole white meat chicken tenders and our melty Wisconsin cheese curds. Welcome to Delicious. Culver's in Platteville, Dubuque, Galena, and Prairie du Chien. Wisconsin Bank and Trust allows you to maximize your cash flow and find the right solution for your unique needs with your home equity lines of credit, personal loans, vehicle loans, and credit cards. Visit wisconsinbankandtrust.com backslash loans to get started today. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Credit cards are issued and serviced by New Mexico Bank and Trust. DDA HDLF card services. Normal underwriting guidelines apply. Are you busy during normal business hours but would like a career change? Express Employment is hosting a Saturday hiring event just for you this Saturday, September 26th from 9 a.m. to noon. Be ready for immediate interviews with our employment specialists with potential on-the-spot jobs offers. We are hiring for industrial, manufacturing, administrative, office services, and professional positions around the southwest Wisconsin and Dubuque area. We will be offering phone interviews as well. Call Express Employment, 608-348-9200. Nothing.
three to nothing. Platteville leads Prairie du Chien at the half. In high school football, Bytech Resource Management covers of high school football presented by Myers Heating and Cooling of Lancaster. Now the Peterson Agency halftime report following these messages on Extreme 1071. Visit theshoebox.com to see their latest in-store shopping hours or order online for free shipping throughout the month of September. Pickup also available. The Shoebox in Black Earth and theshoebox.com. For over 35 years, Bytech Resource Management has been a strong partner with agriculture in southern Wisconsin, from family farming to agribusiness. Bytech's environmentally friendly waste recycling practices benefit agricultural food producers and provide growers with effective natural fertilizers to improve both the quantity and quality of crops. Today, Bytech is still a family-owned and operated company that understands the unique needs of producers and growers, and we are proud to support southern Wisconsin farmers and our entire agricultural community. Your Bytech Resource Management of Monroe coverage of high school sports on our Queen Bee Family radio stations and streams all season long, presented by Myers Heating and Cooling of Lancaster. See the schedule at am1590wpbl.com. Enjoy the fall colors on the outdoor terrace at Riverboat Lounge inside Hotel Julian Dubuque. We're actually going to be adding some features to make it more of a outdoor entertainment environment for our guests. It's a beautiful space and we're going to be adding some outdoor lighting out there. We're going to be doing some heaters and we're also putting all new cushions on the patio furniture that we have. So it's just going to be a totally reinvented environment out there in the next few weeks. A perfect place for social distancing. The outdoor terrace at Riverboat Lounge inside Hotel Julian Dubuque. Are you looking for a new and exciting career? Tricom U.S. Cellular in Platteville, Lancaster, and Darlington is currently looking for new sales associates. Tricom has a fun and family-oriented work environment with a competitive hourly wage and uncapped bonus opportunities. If you enjoy working with people and learning about the latest in consumer electronics, stop into any of the three locations and fill out an application today or give them a call at 608-348-8909. DePaco is the credit union where your membership pays. As a member-owned cooperative, you share in DePaco's success, not an elite group of stockholders. We do it via thank yous, a special member benefit that thanks you in cash for simply using your credit union services. It's money in your pocket for participating in the credit union through saving, borrowing, and planning for your financial future. DePaco members, whether young or oldish, can earn. Since 2016, DePaco members have shared millions of dollars in thank yous. So go on, save, borrow, invest, and insure with DePaco and earn thank yous for doing so. Find out what you're earning and how you can earn even more. Get the details at DePaco.com slash thank yous. Requires credit union membership and thank yous program eligibility. DePaco is federally insured by NCUA. Equal housing opportunity. Bytech Resource Management coverage of high school football presented by Myers Heating and Cooling of Lancaster on Extreme White 0713. Platteville leads Prairie du Chien at the half. The only points of the game, Caden Addy, a 26-yard field goal. And that ended the only scoring drive, obviously. Six plays, 65 yards, 43 seconds, right at the end of the first half. The big play was a... Uh, 
looked like a 40-yard pass <laughs> from Derek Digman to Jesse Martin down to the Prairie du Chien nine-yard line. And then after Prairie du Chien really helped Platteville by calling a timeout, Caden Addy came in and kicked the 26-yard field goal. As we said, he needs 12 goals to become Platteville's all-time leading soccer scorer. And uh, Can we give him three for that? Well, that's what I was wondering, yeah. Yeah, let's give him three, so now he only needs nine to uh, to get the record. You know who the record is, by the way? No, no idea. Jesse Brown, which was the year that I think Platteville went to state last decade. Shoebox scoreboard presented by the Shoebox and Black Earth, the largest independent shoe store in the Midwest. Lancaster <laughs> and Richland Center tied at seven at the half. That game on uh, 97.7 Country WGLR. We also have tonight... Um, the inner squad looking game between Cedar Rapids, Kennedy, and Dubuque Hempstead. That's on Extreme, that's on uh, Super S106. Also, Darlington 14, River Valley 6 in the second quarter. Eight man football, Belmont 22, St. Mary's Valley Christian nothing. That second, must be early in the half. Second quarter. Second quarter, okay. Mineral Point over Dodgeville 20 to 6. That's in the second quarter. And Randolph 6, Johnson Creek nothing. Also in the second quarter. I've got other scores from elsewhere in the state, but I don't know if we care. <laughs> I mean, do you care about Hilbert and Manitowoc and Lutheran? Well, only in, only in the postseason, you know. So, so um, this is obviously the Peterson Agency Halftime Report, where your independent agent, Brian Peterson, specializes in farm, home, auto, and umbrella policies. I, the first thing that comes to mind, Wally, is, boy, does the defense look quite good. Plateau's defense is playing very well. I mean, uh, some of the things they're doing a little different on defense. I, I really work for these kids. But you know what else works? You have two young men who are volunteer coaching this year who normally would be playing football this year. You have Tyler Reinhardt, who is a safety for UW Plateau Pioneers, and a very good safety at that. He's been working with these kids. And you also have Jason Withrow, who is a linebacker for the Pioneers. Well, where has Platteville been playing really well? Those positions. i got to give those guys a lot of credit. But I'm also going to give some credit to these guys up front. They're doing a nice job. They really are. And that's that's kind of an interesting group. Corey Koenig said before the game that he thought that they really needed to control the line of scrimmage. And they really have not controlled the line of scrimmage to this point. Uh, I've got an update on the Darlington River Valley score. Right. We're still in the second quarter, but it's now 14 to 14. And that would be two teams that made the playoffs last year. Darlington got to level two, ran into Mondovi, which also ended Mineral Points season in level three. And of course, you know that River Valley got to the state semifinals last season. There's another team from the area of Viroqua. They are trailing Boston in the first quarter. 14 to nothing. All of those shoe, uh, scores on the Shoebox scoreboard presented by the Shoebox and Black Earth, the largest independent shoe store in the Midwest. So we talked about how we're impressed with uh, the defense. Brady Sheen's only had one, any kind of sustained drive, only one of those right at the end of the half, and they got the play to stop it, obviously. How do you feel about the offense? There's a lot. The offense to me looked like it was a early game 
that's the way they played. I, there were certain things where you had Digman coming across the middle, and they just couldn't put the ball in his hands. Had uh, had had we seen where Derek Digman could have put the ball right in Devin Digman's hands coming across, he was going to get major yards because also on that side was we were looking over there at Jesse Martin who was driving a guy down the field and there was nobody else there. If they, they twice they've tried to play but they just couldn't get him the ball. If we get a touchdown in this game, it will be presented by Platteville Collision Center on East Mineral Street. Extra points presented by Midwest One Bank. They are money in the bank. You'll always score more with Simply Better Banking, Midwest One Bank member FDIC. You know, one thing that I think everybody has to remember, at least in Platteville's case, some, to some extent, Prairie Sheen, you know, nobody has a non-conference game this year. Well, with the exception of uh, Darlington and Mineral Point, because Richland Center decided to schedule their own games instead of playing them. <laughs> but uh, uh, so, and, and Prairie du Chien did have a scrimmage. Platteville did not because they could never get it scheduled uh, with anybody they try to get to scrimmage with. So, as far as Platteville goes, this is the first time they've been on the field. Well, this and that's part of that whole thing with offense. You need some things to try to get your offense in sync. And they didn't have that, and that's really that hurt. Um, but again, I'm I'm impressed with with really what they've been able to do. I mean, I've been watching the young linemen, uh, you know, with Connor Pop, and and I can't pronounce Porter's name, Mandarano, and also with uh, Culbertson. You know, those guys have not done a bad job. I, I've seen them miss some things, but again, that's going to happen when you're a sophomore. I mean, I thought as sophomores, they were playing pretty well. well. So we'll see what happens as time goes on in this game and then in future games with, with those guys. I'm not, You know, we've already said we're not worried about Adam Bird. He's a real fine lineman, and so is Connor Timlin. I mean, those two are going to be fine. But when you see these other three, if they're coming along, that's going to make a huge difference this year. Absolutely. As we know, the most important position group is offensive line, right? Ask any lineman. <laughs> Three to nothing, Prairie du, uh, Platteville leading Prairie du Chien at the half. And we will be back with more from Prairie du Chien High School on a fantastic night for football. Three to nothing, Platteville at the half back after this on Extreme 1071. Dr. Eric Stater. I think some of the most tender moments we have are at the beginning of life, at the end of life. And and to to care for people from one end of that spectrum to the other and, you know, everything in between is, is probably the most satisfying thing of what we do. And that's not just me, but it's the other family doctors here as well that, that deliver babies. And, and we all see it as vital. We, we support each other and we work well with each other because nobody can do it alone. Grant Regional Health Center, celebrating 65 years of caring for generations. Get ready for the Fall Madness Sale at Dolan Jewelers. This is Nick Dolan, and I want to invite you to our Fall Madness Sale October 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. Enjoy up to 70% off throughout the store. Select engagement rings, anniversary bands, or diamonds at can't-beat prices. Save on gifts for Christmas or special occasions at 20 50 or even 70% off. Going on October 1st through the 3rd, visit us on JFK Road in Dubuque or at DolanJewelers.com. Tech Resource Management Coverage of High School Football presented by Myers Heating and Cooling of Lancaster on Extreme 1071. 
Platteville leading Prairie du Chien 3-0 after a 26-yard field goal by Caden Addy, which we believe places him now nine shorts and perhaps makes him the all-time combined soccer and football scorer in Platteville High School history. That's how it works, right? Wally is checking scores. So while he is checking scores, we will tell you that, uh, oh, by the way, there is another score, an important one on the um, shoebox scoreboard presented by the Shoebox in Black Earth, the largest independent shoe store in the Midwest. Brewers won their first game of the doubleheader in St. Louis, 3 to nothing. Second game underway on AM 1590 WPVL. Tomorrow, Brewers baseball at St. Louis again, 5.30 on AM 1590 WPVL. Sunday, more Brewers baseball at St. Louis to end the regular season at 1.40 on AM 1590 WPVL. And Packer football, they will be hosting New Orleans at 5 on 97.7 Country WGLR. Tuesday, more volleyball for you. Highland at Potosi at 6.40 on 97.7 Country WGLR. And Belmont at Benton at 6.40 on Extreme 107.1. Next Friday, on Alaska Luther and River Ridge, 640 on 97.7 Country WGLR. Darlington at Dodgeville at 640 on Extreme 107.1. Basketball and Pecatonica Argyle at 640 on AM 1590 WPBL. Cedar Rapids, Jefferson at Dubuque, Hempstead at 640 on Super It's 106. And then a week from tomorrow, the throwback of day football. Lancaster and Platteville at 240 a week from tomorrow. On 97.7 Country WGLR. That is going to be Platteville's homecoming, and at least at this point, their only scheduled marching band appearance as well. Yay! I always like to hear bands playing. Well, I'll be there. We'll be there for that. Do you have any stats over there? I can give you a few. Okay. Nothing really exciting when I look at Perdachine's stats. Um, unfortunately for Perdachine, they have not completed a pass to themselves. Ball's been up in the air six times with one interception. Uh, but rushing the football, they've struggled as well. Um, Braden the Saints got 36 yards. And Drinkwine's got four. That's it. So they've just got... 40 yards here in the first half. And as I look over here for, for Platteville, we've, oops, we keep losing our light. <laughs> um, let's see. Is this our light here? That light doesn't work. Well, there's seven. Platteville's put the ball up 17 times. They've completed, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine of these passes. And that is for 60, 70, 80, 91, 102. 102 yards for passing. Uh, Gumi has rushed the ball 56 yards in... Uh, 12 carries, so Platteville has got, let's see, 66 yards rushing the football here in the first half. So, not not bad. It's, I'd like to see a, a, a few more yards, but it's still not bad. Just one turnover in the game, and that was the Chase Carroll interception. Platteville wasn't able to turn that into points, but they got the long pass from Derek Digman to Jesse Martin with four seconds left in the half. 
And thanks to Prairie Machines calling a timeout because they were confused on defense, Platteville decided to go for a field goal, and Caden Addy made the 26-yard field goal to give them the 3-0 lead at the half. Today's game brought to you by Bob Hunhauser, your Platteville Edward Jones representative. He salutes your athletes on their hard work. Protect your team investments with Bob Hunhausen, Edward Jones Investments, off Business 151 Inside Drive in Platteville. Also, the sports page in Belmont, they welcome everyone in for some ice-cold beverages and order off our menu, weekly specials Friday Night Fish, Saturday Night Prime Rib, and Sunday's Large Two-Topping Pizza. The sports page serving Wednesdays, through Fridays, 11 to 1.30 and 4.30 to 9. And Saturday and Sunday, open 11 to close. Another score on the shoebox scoreboard. Potosi Cassville, 21. Peck Argyle, nothing. That surprises me a little. No, Potosi Cassville is going to be good, but I thought so was Peck. Well, Peck Attack Argyle had just three wins last year. They also have a new coach. Yeah, Remember, that's true. New old coach, Larry Green who was the coach for a number of seasons, left, and now has come back. And I, I'm going to hazard a guess that they're not running the option anymore as they did the last couple of seasons. So that might be part of it right there. Today's yeah. game also brought to you by Midwest One Bank. It's simply better banking with Midwest One Bank. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Eastman Cartwright in Platteville also for all your building needs. When you need a team you can depend on to make your next new build or remodeling projects a winner. Turn to Eastman Cartwright in Lancaster. They'll be with you to the finish line. Well, we are about ready to start the second half of Bitech Resource Management coverage of high school football presented by Myers Heating and Cooling in Lancaster on Extreme 1071. Platteville leads Prairie du Chien 3 to nothing. The Blackhawks will get the ball. Platteville is trying to end a three-game losing streak to Prairie du Chien. Their last win was here in 2017. Just looking at Platteville's kickoff team, and as I look at this side, the day comes if they're looking for an onside kick. They got speed over here. Two receivers, one of them Brady Russell back. Actually, three in kind of a triangle formation. Here is Caden Addy's kickoff, and it's a pretty deep kickoff. Fielded by Russell at the five, up the middle to the right side. Now he goes to the 30, to the 35, and up to the 40-yard line. Good return there by Brady Russell, and Perry Desheen takes over eight seconds into the third quarter at the 41-yard line. It's one of the things, again, I think is very difficult, you know, early in the season, and that's to get your kickoff coverage, a kickoff return, all of that stuff down where you want it. Especially if you have guys doing that that are inexperienced at doing that. Receivers all in tight. The handoff on first down and a fumble by Saints. And who got it? I, the ball's back at the 37. Platteville's got it. Platteville covers. Guess who's on it? Chase Carroll. So Platteville takes over at the 37-yard line. That's the second turnover by the Blackhawks, actually at the 36-yard line. And they're going to have four receivers over to the left oh, side. I like this formation. 
Four receivers and kind of a diamond to the left side, the right side. One receiver over to the left. John Nicholson covering on the far side. And back to passes. Derek Digman, and he will throw it to the left side and making an attempt at the catch. It was through his hands incomplete at the 12-yard line. Ball was up in the air. It would have been a great catch had he made it. But they got what they wanted for a look. Second and 10 at the Prairie du Chien 36. I bet we see that play again. Although they may do something different. Now, is there a flag down? A legal receiver downfield. Field. So they wouldn't have counted anyway. That would be one of the linemen, of course. Five yard penalty and make it first and 15. Back at the Prairie du Chien 41 yard line. Again, on the shoebox scoreboard, Lancaster and Richland Center tied at seven at the half. That's on 97 7 Country WGL. And sure enough, well, I thought they were, but I guess they're not. Well, now Digman is going to change places and go to the left side. And Seth Millsap, one of the two receivers on the right side, or Page, that is, he goes in motion. And the handoff to Page on the jet sweep attempt, and that goes backwards. Page is back at the 49-yard line for an 8-yard loss. That play didn't seem set up right. Well, it wasn't, <laughs> but it's simple. Um what ended up and happened is you have uh, Braden Saint as a linebacker came through untouched and just made the play. And, I would do it. <laughs> and on those kind of plays, you you cannot have any penetration, anything going across your formation. It was a five-yard loss back to the 46, so it's second and 20. Three receivers to the left, or to the right, one to the left. Digman the pass, and it's a screen over the middle, making the catch is Martin, and Martin is tackled nicely at the Prairie du Chien 40-yard line. That turns out to be a six-yard gain, and it'll make it third and 14. If he didn't make that tackle, then he probably would have gotten about 10 more yards out of that. Yeah, I think so, too. Instead, it is third and 14 at the Prairie du Chien 40-yard line. Martin, the receiver to the left, three stacked receivers to the right. And again, it's Digman, and he'll roll out this time and throws just to get rid of the ball. He was about to go down, and the pass incomplete. Jesse Martin was the intended receiver, but it wasn't that close. So fourth down, and the turnover ends up Platteville not able to cash that one in, so Kate and Addy will go back. And John Drefsinski, again the long snapper. John is, according to the program, 5'8 and 155. That's football size, of course. Well, he's protected in that spot right here. But he's the only long snapper you'll ever see that wears number one. High snap, but Addy gets it down and gets a good kickoff that will bounce at the five and roll and be stopped at the the one-yard line. Whoa. I guess we know why he's punting. What this is, is this is a case where where you had everybody coming hard to try to block the kick. That's the risk you run because there wasn't anyone back there. Right. 
and that's a risk you run. It was a high snap, but Addy was able to get it down. Today's game brought to you by Community First Bank with locations in Boscobel, Livingston, Plantville, and Fenimore. First for you, Community First Bank member at the IC. First and ten for Prairie Sheen from their one-yard line. They were in that situation before when Plantville was unable to convert on fourth and goal in the second quarter, and the whole pile ends up around the five-yard line. Saint, obviously the guy you would give the ball to in that instance. I mean, who else are you going to give the ball to? He by far is the best back that I've seen in their backfield. And the only guy with any experience also. That's right. Second and six. In fact, I think they, their center is the only other guy that's got, that is a returning starter from last year. Second and six from the Prairie du Chien five-yard line. And here is Saint again around the left side, but he's not going anyplace. Stopped at the five. Third down and six from the five. And again, another example that Platteville's line is playing very well on both sides of the ball. They really are. <clears throat> they really are. And I'm imp- like I said, I'm impressed with these youngsters. Today's game brought to you by River Lakes Resort for family-friendly camping and excellent fishing. In the backwaters of the Mississippi, get away at River Lakes Resort. Learn more at rolcamp.com and find them on Facebook. Third and five from the Prairie du Chien six-yard line. Plantville gets a stop here, and they should have very good field position, but they have to get the stop. And the handoff again. The correction. Yeah, around the left side. And still going, and that's going to be a first down for Prairie du Chien. And that was not what Platteville figured out. Max Amundsen got the ball up the left side and gets them out of the shadow of their own goal and then some. First down for Prairie du Chien all the way up at the 30-yard line. That was a matter of a couple of guys just didn't watch their keys on defense. And that'll happen. 25-yard gain as first and 10 at the Prairie du Chien 30-yard line. 8-13 remaining in the third. 3-0 Plantville draw play. And getting up the middle for a first down and a whole lot more up to the 45-yard line. Yeah, that was great insane. And he came out of there fast. What it was is he made a cutback. I mean, there was, he was forced to go back inside, and when he made his cut, there wasn't a, wasn't a white shirt there to stop him. First and 10 at the Prairie du Chien 46-yard line, and now they're picking the tempo up here a little bit. Two receivers to the left, two to the right. Ball on the near side hash mark, and a fumble, and Chayka is, is going to have to sit on it and ends up being a loss all the way back to the 37. That actually is an eight-yard loss. They spotted at the 38, so it's second and 18. 7.29 remaining in the third. 3 nothing, Platte Bill. On Pitech Resource Management coverage of high school football presented by Myers Mechanical, uh, uh, Myers Heating and Cooling. I knew I'd do that. Myers Heating and Cooling of Lancaster on Extreme 1071. Two receivers to the left eye formation on second and 18. Saint up the middle and Saint goes down and only got about a yard. He tried to yeah. cut it up right tackle. 
It's almost looked like he may have lost a little bit. Well, I guess they're going to give him no game there. Yeah. They lost so, about the length of the football. So it'll be third and 18 officially back at the Prairie du Chien 38-yard line. Now this is where uh, Coach Koenig is going to, Koenig's going to have to come up with something. Dig down deep in that playbook for what's your next trick play. They still have not completed a pass in this game. Third and 18. Back at the Prairie du Chien, 38-yard line, I formation. Receivers left and right. And Chica rolls to the right and fires it deep down the far sideline. And the pass is caught deep down the far sideline, and that's going to be a touchdown. Nicholson makes that. He, they've been trying that play the whole game, and for the first time it connected. Chica to Nicholson, a 62-yard pass, and Prairie Duchene is on the board and has the lead with 6-10 remaining in the third quarter. Well, that was a nice catch. The ball was really laid out there really well. This was one time the Platteville defender just couldn't keep up. Derek Grandin for the extra point. Chaika is the holder. And the extra point kick is up and good. And so it is Prairie Duchesne Sheen 7, Platteville 3 with 6-10 remaining in the third. Back with more after this on Extreme 1071. Southern Wisconsin is a great place to live, work, and raise a family. And Biotech Resource Management is proud to be a partner in keeping our community strong and vibrant. As a family-owned and operated business since 1983, Biotech is a proud supporter of our local employees and our local communities. Biotech provides good-paying jobs with great benefits to 35 employees and their families. Our partnership with family farms and local agribusinesses, our commitment to buying local, and our support for youth activities and local agricultural events are just a few ways that Biotech gives back to local communities. Are you busy during normal business hours but would like a career change? Express Employment is hosting a Saturday hiring event just for you this Saturday, September 26th from 9 a.m. to noon. Be ready for immediate interviews with our employment specialists with potential on-the-spot job offers. We are hiring for industrial, manufacturing, administrative, office services, and professional positions around the southwest Wisconsin and Dubuque area. We will be offering phone interviews as well. Call Express Employment, 608-348-9200. Tech resource management coverage of high school football presented by Myers Heating and Cooling in Lancaster. 7-3, Prairie Duchene on the 62-yard touchdown pass. That was a 99-yard scoring drive in eight plays. And that was three minutes and 58 seconds, and that gives Prairie Duchene its first lead of the season. Let us see how Platteville responds to this. Chase Carroll is down to receive the punt, the kick, I should say. He's one of them down there, and a line drive kick that bounces and is fielded. And coming back with it is Logan Page, and Page is thrown down 
inside the 20. It looks like about the 18 or 19. 19. So it's not going to be good field position for Platteville. With 6.05 remaining in the third, 7-3 Prairie du Chien. Well, you knew you couldn't sit on three points the whole night. But no. Although, I seem to remember games that have that have happened, though. Usually they're on really bad weather days, which this is not. This is. You mean like the wind blowing out of the east? Possibly, or something like that. First down carry for Digman, and Digman is unable to get much of anything. In fact, loses two yards back to the 17. Second and 12 coming up. Yeah, direct snap, and, and I mean he was back there. He just didn't have a lot of room to be able to to be able to run. Mount City Bank's total line of credit allows you to use the equity in your home to do the things you want. Stop into Mount City Bank to apply. Offer subject to approval. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Learn more at MountCityBank.com. Pass over the middle. It's caught for a first down. Jesse Martin makes the catch, and that gets Platteville out of the hole right away. First down, Platteville, and the ball at the 35-yard line. Quick pass over the middle. Yeah, that again. That's that same that little quick slant, and he's been open every time on it. Just a couple of times that they just couldn't deliver. Spot the ball actually at the 33, but it's still a first and ten. A first supply, first down. Pitch around the left side and getting stacked for a loss is Gooby, and he ends up going back backwards to about the 32-yard line. I think they'll spot it. Yeah, I'll call that a no gain. It's pretty close. It's about 10 and a half yards. On second down, two receivers go to the right right side. Gotta remember my right from my left when sports starts again. <laughs> a receiver out to the left, and it looks like two running backs out there. And Digman will hand it off around the left side. I think that's, that's a Logan, Logan Page. That's kind of their second favorite running play. He is able to get from the wrong side of the six to the right side for two yards. It'll bring up third and nine at the Platteville 34-yard line with 4.07 remaining in the third. This becomes a big play right here. Well, now they, they move the ball back. Three receivers go to the right side. Four to the left, to the right. right. They're, they're doing that diamond thing again, and one receiver, Martin, is wide to the left. On third and nine from the 34, Derek Digman to pass, throws it over the middle and broke it. Are they going to call a flag? Yes, they are. And that's the right call. It was broken up, but it was broken up a little too soon. Brayden saying what are the two on the coverage? That was into triple coverage. But the penalty is going to make a first down for Platteville at the spot of the ball, which is going to be the 47-yard line. Big play in this game so far. And by penalty, a first supply, first down for Platteville. And a delay while the sticks 
move. 342 remaining. It's 15 yards. That's why there were there's a delay there. It's 15 <laughs> yards. It's not spot of the ball. That looked like it was a 14-yard penalty by the side by the spot of the ball. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> At the 48, first and 10. Here's a pitch to Gumi from Derek Digman. Tries to get outside. Does. Gets to the 50. 45, 40, 35, and down to the 32-yard line. Late option pitch. And it works for a first down. Another first supply first down. Down two. That's 27 yards. It's to the 30-yard line. But I guess we won't complain about the spot of the previous penalty, no, right? Not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. Hey, if that's the only mistake the officials have made today, they did better than us. <laughs> hey, it's early. <laughs> First and ten at the Prairie Duchene 30-yard line. Back to pass. And a quick pass open. Big of the catch is Page. And Page is down after about a five-yard game. Uh, or maybe a little less than five. I'm going to give it about three. That would be less than five. At the 27-yard line, second down, seven yards to go. 247 remaining in the third, 7-3 Prairie du Chien, But Platteville moving again after the pass interference penalty. And again, Platteville going without a huddle. Well, it, looking... it, it keeps the defense from subbing. Well, if you remember, in the game, the playoff game against Lacrosse Aquinas, Platteville opened no huddle and got their only touchdown of the game. First and ten, Gumi picks his way up the middle, takes a defender with him, gives near the first down. That's a good game of about nine there. Correction, six. My math is off. But it'll be third down and it looks like a long yard to go. At the 21 of Prairie du Chien. And what is, well, if they don't make the first down, it's going to be interesting to see what they do. They'll go for it. In the third quarter? Yeah. Well, how about we get the first down and that, not have that, that argument? That solves the problem. Third down and actually closer to two yards. Here's Gumi picking his way up the middle again, and he gets thrown down. Looks like he got about a yard. He is short of the first down, certainly. Well, that is down at the 31-yard line, and they still need... Actually, he looks like he didn't gain anything. So it will be third and a long yard, or fourth and a long yard, at the 31, and Platteville will go for it here. A field goal... From long here line. would be 39 yards. Fourth and a yard to yard and a half to go. Oh. For the first down. Here's Gumi around the right side or left side now. Cuts it up the middle and gets the first down. And he is down near the 15-yard line. So Plantville converts on the fourth down, gets another first supply first down. Moves the chains. 45 seconds left in the third. Prairie du Chien 7, Platteville 3. It's first and 10 at the Prairie du Chien 15-yard line. And they'll get one play in at least before we head to the fourth quarter. 
Gumi, the lone running back. Two receivers left, two to the right. Here's Gumi up the middle, and he is stacked right up as soon as he got there, and I think he may have lost a yard there back to the 16-yard line. Yeah. He lost maybe about the stripe of the ball. And on that note, we are headed to the fourth quarter. Prairie du Chien, 7, Platteville 3 after 3, back with the fourth after this on Extreme 107.1. Visit theshoebox.com to see their latest in-store shopping hours or order online for free shipping throughout the month of September. Pickup also available, the Shoebox and Black Earth and theshoebox.com. From small-town businesses to large multi-state operations, Tricor Insurance and Auto Owners Insurance have industry expertise that can cover all types of businesses. Having an insurance agency that understands our business is a real benefit. They know our people. It's something Tricor does really well. Tricor's in-depth knowledge of insurance, regulation, compliance, and safety consulting is here to help your business succeed. Working with leading insurance companies like Auto Owners Insurance, they'll be there when you need them most. Visit TricorInsurance.com to learn more about Tricor Insurance Cycle of Care. Wisconsin Bank & Trust allows you to maximize your cash flow and find the right solution for your unique needs with their home equity lines of credit, personal loans, vehicle loans, and credit card. Visit wisconsinbankandtrust.com backslash loans to get started today. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Credit cards are issued in service by New Mexico Bank & Trust, DDA, HDLF card services. Normal underwriting guidelines apply. Hitech Resource Management coverage of high school football presented by Myers Heating and Cooling of Lancaster on Extreme 1071. We start the fourth quarter. Prairie du Chien leading Platteville 7 to 3. The ball at the 16 of Prairie du Chien, which means, yes, it's not the red zone. It's the Bitech Green Zone is where Platteville is. Bitech, a greener way, Bitech Resource Management of Monroe. Second and 11 at the Prairie du Chien 16-yard line. Today's game brought to you by Claire Bank with their eight locations in southwest Wisconsin, probably supporting the area's high school sports teams. Claire Bank, where they say, we can do that, member FDIC and an equal housing lender. Also brought to you by First Supply of Platteville, your total commercial plumbing and heating wholesale outlet. When, the, when quality parts are needed, the experts rely on First Supply in Platteville. Also brought to you by Myers Heating and Cooling, serving southwest Wisconsin since 1999. Myers Heating and Cooling, where they say, don't worry, we got this. Second and 11 at the Prairie du Chien 16-yard line. Digman the pass, rainbows it to the far corner of the end zone, and it is broken up. Incomplete. Martin was the intended receiver. It's third and 11. Yeah, I threw that a little too far to the outside. Had he thrown the ball to the inside, I think Martin would have caught it. Well, he's a good guy to throw if you want a jump ball. Devin Digman would be the other guy that could do that. Well, you like the guys that are over six, you know, that are six foot or over. Digman and Millsap are the receivers to the right side. That makes Martin and Page the receivers to the left on third and 11 for the 16. Back to pass Digman and rainbows into the far corner. Catch is made and into the end zone for a touchdown. And making the catch on the far side. That's Devin Digman. There are players piled up down there, but it is a touchdown. And Plantville has the lead 9-7. to it is a Platteville Collision Center touchdown. I think Devin Digman collided with the turf 
But he got the score. And Platteville back up 13 seconds into the fourth quarter. Platteville Collision Center on East Mineral Street. Now Caden Addy to try the extra point. And again, Jesse Martin will be the holder. John Drefsinski is the long snapper. Snap, spot, kick, and that's good. Higher height that time, you notice, Wally? Oh, he got that one up. Platteville 10, Prairie du Chien 7. 13 seconds into the fourth quarter back after this on Extreme Widow 7-1. Why is Culver such a treat for so many families? Our fresh frozen custard. Shakes, cones, sundaes, concrete mixers, flavor of the day. Oh, and the toppings. Welcome to Delicious. Culver's in Platteville, Dubuque, Galena, and Prairie du Chien. Looking for a checking account with no fees? People's State Bank has just the account for you. People's e-checking account offers customers an interest-bearing checking account with no monthly service charge. You will receive free basic design, people's preferred checks, free debit card, and also have access to our free People's Online Banking and Mobile app. We also offer refunds of up to six ATM fees per month. Get your account set up today. Minimum opening deposit of $100. Customer must enroll in online banking and opt-in for e-statements. People's State Bank member FDIC and equal housing lender. Your Biotech Resource Management of Monroe coverage of high school sports on our Queen Bee Family radio stations and streams all season long, presented by Myers Heating and Cooling of Lancaster. See the schedule at am1590wpbl.com. Biotech Resource Management coverage of high school football presented by Myers Heating and Cooling of Platteville, the Hillman up 10 to 7. We're 13 seconds into the fourth quarter. And did you notice the time that the drive started? Because I forgot to write it down. Uh, no. <laughs> Eight play scoring drive, and Kane and Eddie with a booming kick. Back of the five, juggled and fumbled and then picked up. And then coming back the other way, getting a decent return near the 30 yard line. You know, Brady made, Russell. Well, they made a nice cut because, again, you know, the guys didn't stay in their lanes all the way down, and they got, some guys got too far ahead of others. That's what happens. It was a, actually, it was longer than that. I did write it down. That was a drive that went uh, six minutes and two seconds. And that drive started, I think it's about, a 13-play drive. That play drive started at the Platteville 19-yard line. And now Platteville leads 10-7. to 7. First line. down carry and drink wine with his first carry since the first quarter around the left side. Excuse me, Amundsen. Amundsen, that is. His first carry of the game. Or no, second carry of the game. Yeah. And he is up to the 35-yard line. Second down, and about five yards to go. From the 35-yard line of Prairie du Chien, run up the middle this time, back back to Braden Saint. And Saint is, well, he has the first down. He gets across the 35 to no, the... No, he didn't. Oh, not the, well, apparently he did. No, they're marking, just, it short, they're marking it short of the 35, but they gave him a first down anyway. So a nine-yard first down? <laughs> well, 
Well, it is early. <laughs> First and ten at the Prairie du Chien 39-yard line. Draw play to Saint. Saint around the left side. Gets the first down. And more. It is all the way down to the 40-yard line of Platteville. And that play ends up being a 19-yard gain. And Platteville is going to call a timeout. Yeah, good call. And so, I think we'll keep it here. And we'll tell you that, what was that score you had? They, actually, Highland, we didn't get this before, but Highland is playing tonight and leading Altoona by a score of... Oh, i got to go back and find it again. <laughs> Sorry. Platteville's first time out with 10.36 remaining, 10.35 remaining in the fourth quarter, and Platteville leading 10-7. That scoring Nin- drive... 19 to nothing. 19 to nothing. That yeah. scoring drive, by the way, was 13 plays, 81 yards, and it took... took 6 minutes and 18 seconds. I think I gave a wrong number there. 6 minutes and 18 seconds, that scoring drive for the Platteville Collision Center touchdown. The 16-yard pass to... Devin Digman, and then the extra point, which was, as I think we'll have with Kate and Eddie, money in the bank. You'll always score more with Simply Better Banking. Midwest One Bank member, FDIC. First and ten for Prairie du Chien at the Platteville 40-yard line. And back to pass is Chica throws to the left side of the pass incomplete right at the first down marker. Well, I'm going to give him credit and say he was trying to throw the ball, let's say, to Nicholson. Because he wasn't throwing it to close much to anyone. Second down, 10 yards to go. Now, Platteville's defense pitched a shutout in the first half. They've given up a couple of long plays in this second half. Got another score up day in the third quarter. Darlington leads River Valley 21-14. to We'll have Darlington next week, taking on Dodgeville. That'll be on Extreme 1071 next Friday night. Second and ten, and around the left side, right side, and then up the middle goes Braden Saint once again, and he gets another first down, down to the 30-yard line. Little crossbuck type play where you fake it to the runner going one way and you give it to your other back going the other. That's just a matter of watching your keys, staying home you got to recognize that play, right? I've done a little. I used to have a couple of plays in the playbook like that. Coming out of 10 minutes left in the fourth quarter, 10-7 Platteville. But the Blackhawks have the ball at the Platteville, just shy, actually, of the Platteville 30-yard line. Two receivers to the right, two receivers to the left. Saint, the running back, next to Jacob, and he gets the ball, kind of stumbles at the line of scrimmage, then gets to the 25 to the 20, and pulled down near the 15-yard line, but did, well, it seemed like he was the only guy who was playing it. A lot of guys were kind of standing there watching him. That was an odd play. Yeah, it was. But it is a first down. Score update on the Shoebox scoreboard, presented by the Shoebox in Black Earth, the largest independent shoe store 
in the Midwest. The ball, by the way, at the 18-yard line, so it's a 12-yard slow-motion run and a first down. We'll get that score in a moment. First and 10 at the Platteville 18-yard line, and this is a run around the left side and getting stopped is Amundsen, Max Amundsen. They tried to run a jet sweep, and Platteville did not allow that to take place. And he ends up losing a couple of yards. Back to the 20-yard line. The score, at any rate, going to the fourth quarter, Richland Center and Lancaster tied at 7. That game on 97-7 Country WGLR. I guess, if at the minimum, Richland Center has improved its defense a lot. And Mineral Point in the third quarter is leading Dodgeville 41 to 6. Second and 12 from the Platteville 20 yard line. Hand off to Saints, slipped a little bit, then heads up the middle and gains to about the 15 yard line. And that'll bring up third and. Looks like third and about eight following a four yard run. Third and eight at the 16 coming up. 8-12 and the clock running in the fourth quarter. Platteville 10, Prairie Duchene 7. But the Blackhawks now in what I imagine they call the maroon zone would be my guess. Two receivers left, two to the right, one running back, and he gets the football going up the middle and down inside the five-yard line and still going, and he's in. And that was Max Amundsen who they slipped in there. And he gets the touchdown with 7.47 left in the fourth. And suddenly Prairie Duchene back up again, 13 to 10. What yard line was that from? 16. 16 yard touchdown that ends a 65 yard scoring drive. In eight plays. Max Grandin for the extra point. Chaika is the holder. And the kick is up. And the kick is good. And so it is Prairie Duchene 14, Plantville 10, with 7.47 left in the fourth. Back after this on Extreme 1071. At Dolan Jewelers, we're proud to support the Dubuque community that has helped make our business successful for over 30 years. Hi, this is Lindsay Dolan, and I encourage you to take part in the fundraising efforts of Glimmer of Hope and the Dubuque Y Victim Services Shelter by attending Week of Glimmer, Pathways to Empowerment with a candlelight vigil on October 1st in Washington Park or virtually at givebutter.com slash glimmerofhope or the dubuquey.org. Thank you from your friends at Dolan Jewelers, 1735 JFK Road in Dubuque. Take a scenic drive to Oakwood Fruit Farm and load up with those great-tasting Honeycrisp, Macintosh, Cortland, and other varieties of apples you know and love. Pick your own grapes. Pick your own apple cider donuts. The fall mums are beautiful. Homegrown squash is tasty, as is the grass-fed and homegrown beef. Oakwood is following state guidelines and offering curbside service. Visit oakwoodfruitfarm.com to learn more. South of Ithaca on Apple Ridge Road. Open seven days a week from 9 until 5. Follow the signs and like them on Facebook. Oakwood Fruit Farms, that's one for family fun. Hightech Resource Management coverage of high school football presented by Myers Heating and Cooling of Lancaster. 
7.47 left in the fourth. 14-10, Prairie du Chien. Blackhawks scored on an 18-play, 65-yard drive that took just two minutes and 48 seconds. And you were saying during the break, Wally, just misdirection, basically? Primarily. You know, you, you fake it to a guy one way, give it to a guy going the other way, and then making a good cut. Grandin's kickoff bounces and is fielded by Page. Page up the far side and gets to around the 20-yard line. Check that. Chase Carroll, 13, not 17. And Platteville, which has two timeouts. That's what you're necessarily worried about that at this point. But the ball is at the 25-yard line. First down, 10 yards to go. And Platteville needs a touchdown to take the lead in their opener. Gumi is behind Derek Digman on first and 10. And a play-action pass. Digman rolls to the left. And Digman is going to be spun down right near the line of scrimmage. I think he may have lost a yard back to the 24. Yeah, he lost maybe a couple of inches. Well, officially no gain. Second down, 10 yards to go from the 25. That's a matter of being able to read your linebackers better. The linebackers were just standing there waiting, looking for you. Kind of and an experience thing there? Yeah, that's experience thing. On the near side, it will be second down, 10 yards to go. And again, they're calling the play from the sideline. I'm not sure that we've seen a huddle in this game. Two receivers left, two receivers right. And Dickman throws to the right side, passes caught. And down the far sideline and getting the first hour very, very close to it Digman is Digman. Digman to Digman. I think we'll be calling that a fair amount this year, and it is a first down. Then Rogie on the stop, first and 10 from the Platteville 35. You're also looking at a bigger body. And when all of a sudden you got a big body coming at you, that's a little harder when you're a small defensive back to come up and make a quick play. After the first the first supply, first down, first and ten for 35 pitch is juggled, and that ends up messing up the play, and he's going to lose yards. Logan Page, who it was a little bit of a high snap, but he didn't get a good handle on it. And he did well just to hold on to the ball. It's a three-yard loss back to the 32. Yeah, they've ran that play about four times. It has not done well. I mean, you've got a minus four. You've got one. You've got minus, or then you did get four on another one, minus five on another one. Second and 13 back at the 32. Digman throws over the middle, and the pass caught. Screen pass. Oh. And the middle screen to Gumi basically gets the yards that they lost and possibly one more up to the 36-yard line. It will be third down and nine yards to go. A very long nine. Yes. Gumi lines up behind Digman. Two receivers left, two to the right. Digman to pass. With time, a lot of time, throws it deep down the middle and almost caught by Martin. He was a, he got past the defenders, but the pass was overthrown a little bit. 
And the pass incomplete. And Drigman, or uh, Martin, has got a cramp. Is down on the ground, the floor, with the 518, 5'10 remaining in the third, or in the fourth quarter. And Platteville will take care of that. We have an official timeout. I, I got just one of the things I want to comment about during this game, and I've there's been some prideful Prudishine games in the past where it, as far as sportsmanship, it didn't happen. I mean, there's been a lot of those games in the past that I've seen, and tonight I've been watching a lot of positives. I mean, kids from both sides helping the other player up. You know, you tackle him, you help him back up. Here. Uh, Martin came down with a cramp, and there was two Prairie du Chien players there to try to assist him with the cramp. And, of course, now the Prairie du Chien trainer is out there. And that's why you have trainers at the games. That's right. 5-10 remaining in the, thir- the fourth quarter, and Platteville is going to have to kick it away and yes. hope to get a defensive stance. Nice hand there for Derek Martin, or for uh, Jesse Martin. <laughs> Who then decides to... He lost uh, something out there, probably a mouth guard or something. Next week, Darlington and Dodgeville on ninety on Extreme 107.1 on Alaska Lutheran River Ridge on 97.7 Country WGLR. <coughs> Brewers, meanwhile, tomorrow... On AM 1590 WPVL, Packers hosting New Orleans Sunday at 5 on 97.7 Country WGLR. Caden Addy to punt. And again, they don't have anyone back deep. Well, you got to be able to kick this thing practically to Bloomington. High snap. And the kick high and bounces but takes a prairie bounce. And it all bounces, goes down at the... At the 45-yard line, that was not what Kennedy really had in mind. Well, you got the ball spinning the wrong direction, and that's one of the things. That's one of the reasons why you're told to point your toe. Five minutes remaining in the fourth, 14-10, Prairie du Chien, and they've got the football on their side of midfield. So Plantville is going to need a defensive stop here. They have two timeouts left. And they need to do something to stop the uh, misdirection plays. First down, trying to get outside is Saint, and Saint gets stopped. He ends up losing a yard back to the 48-yard line. Try to go left, and Plantville's defense, once again, not having any of that. You mark that as a no gain. So it's second and ten. Somehow he got forward progress to right back to where the ball was initially. 428 remaining in the fourth. If not exact, pretty darn close. Two receivers left, two to the right. Saint the running back. Next to Chaika, high snap. He gets the ball again. And this time he gets across the midfield stripe down to the Flatville 47-yard line. Got so that'll bring... Go ahead. Got a couple yards on that one. Um, 
really, in a way, he was lucky to get that much. I thought he had contact earlier, and just good effort on his part. So it'll be third down and about seven and a half to the first down at the Platteville 47 and a half yard line. Clock running, 343 remaining in the fourth. 14-10, Prairie Desheen. Prairie Desheen wants to run time off the clock, hence they're huddling. And we have a whistle. And Prairie Desheen has to burn a timeout, and I'm certain they did not want to do that. That helps Platteville out with 327 left in the fourth. But I suppose you want to get the play right. Well, you do. I mean, you don't want to, you know, you've got, you're sitting at a point now where you've got the lead. But, you know, you know your opponent's playing pretty well. So you've, you've got to get it right. Tonight's game brought to you by Claire Bank with their eight locations in southwest Wisconsin, proudly supporting the area's high school sports teams. Claire Bank, where they say, we can do that, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Also brought to you by First Supply of Platteville, your total commercial plumbing and heating wholesale outlet. When quality parts are needed, the experts rely on First Supply in Platteville. We're also brought to you by Myers Heating and Cooling, servicing southwest Wisconsin since 1999. Myers Heating and Cooling, where they say, don't worry, we got this. Also brought to you by Platteville Collision Center, expert color matching, frame and unibody straightening, baked on finishing to keep paint shining longer. Trust the repair people at Platteville Collision Center on East Mineral Street. Also brought to you by the entire staff of Faraday Incorporated in Platteville. Faraday wishes our Platteville Hillman football team the best of luck for the 2020 season. It's a great day to be a Hillman, and it's great to cheer you on again. Faraday Incorporated in Platteville. Well, this is a big play. Third down and about seven at the Platteville 47-yard line. 14-10 Prairie Duchesne, 327 left. And a run around the right side. Cutting up is safe. Gets the first down and is down to the 20. Still going. Cuts it to the 15. Cuts it to the 10-yard line and goes down there. Brandon St. basically ran all the way through the defense. For 38 yards. And it's down to the Platteville 9-yard line. Where it will be first and goal. And that was a matter of... It's, somebody would say, well, gee, there was a block in the back. No. That was a legal block in the back because it was in within the tackle box. Actually, the ball is just shy of the 10-yard line, which means that Prairie Duchesne can get a first down without a touchdown. Two receivers to the left and two to the right. And St. the lone running back next to Cheka, who has gone all the way at quarterback. And it is St. going right to the left and then down inside... The two-yard line, and he might have gotten. I'm gonna take. No, they're gonna spot him. About the four. Gain of seven, which makes it second and three. Although the six looks like it's more than more of the more like four yards at the five-yard line. Receivers left and right, two to the left, two to the right. 
And again, it's Saints, the lone running back, and he gets it again, goes around the right side, and got past the initial wave of defenders, still going, but he ends up actually back to the line of, actually lost a yard back to the five. So it'll be third and four with 100 seconds left. Two timeouts remaining each side. And now it will be Plantville calling the timeout. They're second with a minute 32 remaining, 14-10, Prairie Duchene leading Plantville. The uh, Blackhawks are trying to extend their winning streak over Plantville to four games. The last time Plantville beat Prairie Duchene was back in 2017. 2018, Platteville. Actually, I'm wrong. 2016 was the last time that they won, and that was here, 42 to 21. 2017, Platteville won that game where quarterback Ethan Bernhardt got hurt, you recall, and then a bunch of big plays ended up beating Platteville the next year here, and then last season, Platteville came into the final regular season game at. Six and two, and figured if they were able to beat Prairie Duchene, that they would get a good, you know, more more likely than not, get a home game in the playoffs. And while Prairie Duchene won 42 to seven, and the Blackhawks ended up going all the way to the state Division Five semifinal. I have another score. Okay. On Alaska Luther, 21, Boscobel, nothing. Hmm. And that's second half. Well, that's who we'll see next week on Alaska Lutheran River Ridge. Next Friday at 640 on 97.7 Country WGLR. Third and four from the Platteville five-yard line, 14-10 Prairie Duchesne. And, and a handoff to Saint again. And Saint will be stacked up and will not get the first down. And Platteville will call its final timeout with a minute 26 left. Yeah, that's exactly what they wanted to do. Is they they really wanted to just run the ball. They've got the lead. That's a long way down here. Trust your defense. Fourth down, four yards to go. You think they'll try a field goal here? No. It's fourth and four at the five. One twenty-six left. Platteville again has. Well, they, they could use the use their last time out. Grandin is a pretty good kicker. He A field goal from here would be about 21 yards, a little bit longer than extra point. Or they could just give it to Saints, and if he scores great, and if not, as you put it, they would give Platteville 97 yards to go in 90, or somewhere around 97 yards to go in no timeouts. But if they run a play, Platteville needs to stop it. 126 left. They're going to run a play. They're going nope, for a nope, field goal. Nope, they are going to try a field goal. Derek Rondon. Well, this actually helps Plantville. Even if he hits it, at least it's a one-possession ball game. Grandin will try a 21-yard field goal. Chaika is the holder. Kick is up, and it hit the goalpost and went out. Kick fails. Off the left goalpost, 
And so a little hint of life for Plantville here with a minute 21 left. So Plantville will take the ball at the 20-yard line. That is where it is posted after a missed field goal that's inside the 20-yard line. That's one of the reasons I probably would have actually ran a play. Because if you don't get it, you know. Well, now it's 80 yards to go for Platteville and 121 to get there. 14-10, Prairie du Chien. And now Prairie du Chien is going to call a timeout. And I'm not sure why they're calling it well, other than... they're going to set up to uh, prevent defense. They're going to... Because you know the Platteville throws the ball fairly well. They've got good skilled receivers. And they've seen the quarterback can put throw the ball. So you're going to see a lot of people back in that defensive secondary. Platteville, of course, this is where the coaches for the offense tell you that first down, stop the clock to move the chains. Incomplete passes, stop the clock. Runs out of bounds, stop the clock. Got another update. The score, Highland is leading Altoona in the fourth quarter, 35-6. to six. Well, it's good that Highland was able to find a substitute I'm happy for him. team to play. Yeah, yeah, definitely. always like going to Highland for games. Tyler Field is, I consider it one of the exceptional places because it's one of, those, one of the facilities that the townspeople and the fans put together. They really did a good job with that field. You remember the old field. We don't want to even talk about it. That was an interesting place to call a game. <laughs> 121 left, 14-10 Prairie du Chien. See see what they're sitting here with you. We've got four. You've got five defensive backs across here. You see they put Saint near the middle. First down, pass for Digman, and he throws it to the deep left side. A push-off, nothing called, and the pass incomplete. It was intended for Martin, and I thought he got pushed in the back by Saint, but maybe not enough to make a difference. Second and ten. Yeah. Paul would not have gotten there anyway. Well, the fact is, it was a push off, and it was pretty obvious. But they they don't want to do they don't want to call those kinds of things at this particular point. Make the kids make the play. The other thing is, it was somewhat uncatchable there. Second and ten at the twenty. Digman the pass fires it over the middle and bounces it incomplete. That was for Gumi. Devin Digman, wasn't it? Uh, Devin Digman, you're right. Yep. So it's third down and 10 yards to go with a minute 12 left. I would think a screen pass, especially considering where the defenders are, would be successful here. I would agree. You got enough time, 112 left. Third and 10 at the 20. And a fumble, and the ball is recovered. By Plantville did recover it, but now it's fourth down and 15 back at the Plantville 15 yard line. Here's a fourth down pass into traffic, and the pass is incomplete, and that will end it. Although Prairie Machine will have a couple of snaps. Jesse Martin was the intended receiver, and that pass broke it up. 
And so the ball will go to Prairie Duchene with 47 seconds left. That fumble really kind of killed the series right there. It forced Platteville to hurry a play, and the pass ended up incomplete. So Prairie Duchene will start the year with a win, and Platteville will start with a loss. Fourth win in the row for Prairie Duchene over Platteville. Ball to the 15-yard line, and Cheka will sit on it. Technically, he'll, he'll kneel. Second and 12. 35 seconds left. There will be one more snap, and that'll do it. And there is that snap. Final score in 20 seconds will be Prairie Duchene 14, Platteville 10. Fair number of positives for the Hillmen who will host, who will host, that's right, they will host Lancaster a week from Saturday. And we'll have that game for you at 2.40, and that'll be on 97.7 Country WGLR. Meanwhile, the Battle of the Blackhawks next week, Prairie Duchene at River Valley. 14-10, Prairie Duchene beats Platteville. The Culver's Cooldown follows these messages on Extreme 1071. Hey, sweetie, what did you learn in school today? I learned that the 2020 census counts everyone in the U.S. Where there are more people, there are more needs for things like roads, schools, and hospitals. I learned that billions in funding goes to communities like ours because of the census. Hundreds of billions. I learned that the Census Bureau collects data about communities in all states and territories of the U.S. The Statistics in Schools program teaches preschool to high school students about the importance of a complete count in the 2020 census. A complete count informs federal funding for our communities for the next decade. When newborn babies and children are not counted, support for programs such as health insurance, hospitals, child care, food assistance, schools, and early childhood development is impacted. Statistics in Schools offers free educational materials powered by census data. Shape your future. Start here. Get 2020 census resources at census.gov slash schools. Paid for by the U.S. Census Bureau. My grandma always says that everyone counts, and everyone who lives with us is special. Like my aunt, who took me on my first bus ride to the library. Or my older cousin, who walked me to my first day of school. Even my mom's friend, who lives with us and brought her newborn baby home from the hospital. In our house, there's a lot of people to care for each other. And each one of them is special. My grandma, my cousin, and the baby who I have so much fun playing with. I love them all, and I'm so happy we all live together. Every child needs to be counted on the 2020 census because the census makes every moment count by informing funding for schools, roads, health care, and more. So be sure all children in your home are counted on the 2020 census. It's your chance to help them for the next 10 years. You can respond online, by phone, or by mail. Shape your future. Start here. Learn more at 2020census.gov. Paid for by the U.S. Census Bureau. You have questions about the 2020 census, and we have answers. Let's go to caller number one. Well, what is it? Good question. It's a simple questionnaire that counts everyone living at your address on April 1st. Next caller. So why should I take it? Because it guides how billions in funding gets used each year for things like clinics, fire stations, public transit, and so much more. Caller three, go ahead. 
What's it have to do with representation? Well, your state's population determines the number of seats it has in the U.S. House of Representatives for the next 10 years. Next. How do you take it? Just look for an invitation in the mail starting March 2020. Then complete it online, by phone, or by mail. Let's go to our final caller. Is my information safe? Yes. It can't be shared with anyone. It's the law. Thanks for joining us. And don't forget to shape your future. Start here. Learn more at 2020census.gov. Eating, working, living pain-free. These are a few of the things many of us take for granted. Yet, for many United States military veterans, finding and affording oral health care is a challenge many of us don't think about. Dental Lifeline Network is looking for dentists who can change this. DLN is asking dentists and their teams to volunteer to see one veteran with special needs one time per year. Visit willyouseeonevet.org to learn more. That's willyouseeonevet.org. Not completing high school is more of a social thing than it was an academic thing. Even though all these years have passed, I still had that longing to have my diploma. At age 30, Carissa finished her high school diploma. If you're even considering getting your high school diploma, you can do it. No one gets a diploma alone. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. Craig Culver of Culver's. Times have changed since Mom first created Culver's Double Butter Burger Deluxe. But one thing sure hasn't. Craig, what would you like to share for show and tell? This is a butter burger. Fresh beef, never frozen, seared to perfection, topped with real Wisconsin cheese on a lightly buttered bun. Butter burger, butter burger, Hungry? Stop in for one today. It's time for the Culver's Cool Down Post Game Show, brought to you by Culver's in Dubuque, Galena, Platteville, and Prairie du Chien. Oh, let's see here. This is uh, Biotech Resource Management High School sports coverage, football, presented by Myers Heating and Cooling in Lancaster. And it is time for the Culver's Cooldown, presented by Culver's in Dubuque, Galena, Platteville, and Prairie du Chien. 14-10 Prairie du Chien beats Platteville tonight in what was a good ball game. Went down to the last few minutes of the football game. It was actually scoreless for almost the whole first half until Platteville which had gotten first downs but not gotten into the end zone. They, however, were able to get into the end zone the last series of the first half. It was a six-play, 65-yard scoring drive that took 43 seconds. And the long there was a John Goomy run of 18 yards, and then there was a long pass uh, down to the nine-yard, a 40-yard pass from Derek Digman to Jesse Martin down to the nine-yard line. And from there, Caden Addy made his first high school field goal, 26 yards. And that gave Platteville the 3-0 lead at the half. In the uh, third quarter, however, Prairie Sheen on their second drive. Actually, they fumbled it on the first drive, but Platteville wasn't able to convert that. And then a good kick by Addy got down to the one-yard line, but... Prairie du Chien went 99 yards in eight plays and six minutes and I believe 10 seconds. There's a 25-yard run by Max Amundsen for a first down. Saint with a 16-yard touchdown run. And then the pass, 38-yard touchdown pass to John Nicholson. Extra point 
made it 7-3 Prairie du Chien with 350 remaining in the third quarter, and that was the score going to the fourth, 7-3 Prairie du Chien. However, Platteville had started right after that with 6.05 left in the fourth, embarking on what would be a pretty epic scoring drive that was helped by a pass interference penalty. And that scoring drive, 13 plays, 91 yards, 81 yards, excuse me, and it took up 6 minutes and 18 seconds, ended with a 16-yard touchdown pass from Derek, well, let's call it Digman to Digman, Derek to Devin, 16 yards for the touchdown, Addie's extra point, made a 10-7 Platteville, 13 seconds into the fourth quarter. However, Prairie Duchene then got the ball and uh, took it 65 yards in eight plays in two minutes and 48 seconds. And it was Amundsen with a 16-yard touchdown run. The extra point made it 14-13 with 7.47 left. Uh, Platteville was, they were a, they got one first down, but had to put, a, a, put the ball away. Prairie Duchene got the ball down to the five-yard line, but Platteville, or Prairie Sheen decided to go for a field goal, and Derek Grandin banged it off the left goal post and out, so Platteville did have a, a chance with a minute 21 left, but three incomplete passes along with a fumble that uh, Derek Dibbon did recover, but they had to rush the fourth, uh, the fourth play of the drive, and that ended that. 14-10 Prairie Duchene. The winner, I would have to say, though, that I'm sure Platteville's disappointed, but there were a fair number of positives tonight. There were a lot of positives. I mean, you, you, you have to go back and just say, considering with, considering with the fact that we're really inexperienced up front, the kids played reasonably well. As the game went on, there were some places where they made a lot more mistakes, and it led, led to scores just simply because of some of those mistakes. But... And that was both on, on both sides of the ball where they had some of those mistakes. So that's just, but again, your skilled kids played well. You can't, you can't fault them. And your young quarterback, again, you know, first full game that he's played really wasn't bad. Uh, he had a few mistakes, but again, it wasn't bad. So you, you, you can get excited, but it doesn't do you any good, you know, getting excited afterwards. But one of the things I do want to comp- comment, I want to comment on the uh, Platteville coaching staff right here after the game. I mean, kids are down, kids are feeling bad. They're going over to kids and talking to them. And you can see some of it is where they're patting them on the back and they're saying things like that or someone else. You could see they were coaching them. So, I mean, you were doing some things like that that that's what you do. You know, it, it's all about getting better. And one loss, yeah, this year one loss is not good. But at the same token, um, if you can avoid having any others based on what you've learned here, that's good. Well, if you think about it, playing this team is probably helpful for Platteville because Lancaster is not a... Uh, they don't play like this. Obviously, everybody knows they play the Hulk bone, the option. But a team that uses a lot of misdirection, uh, it's helpful to have played a team that really everything that, other than the touchdown pass, everything that that uh, was positive yards, it seemed, for Prairie Duchene was doing a lot of misdirection tonight. Yeah, there really was. Um, the and, and really, 
the touch long touchdown was a that's too bad because almost all night the coverage was there they did a nice job on it and just the one time you know but it only takes one you know you have to play like that all the way through score update on the shoebox scoreboard presented by the shoebox and black earth the largest independent shoe store in the midwest they are headed to overtime in lancaster tied at seven wow it's like every game tonight is a grim defensive struggle yeah, so or something. Well, not all of them. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, uh, there's... I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> there's still not... There's still a ways to go from the score that I've received here. Mineral Point 47, Dodgeville 12. All right, that one isn't. <laughs> okay, Highland 35, Alt- Altoona 6. That's a final. Darlington in the fourth quarter, leaving River Valley 34-21. to 21. And I'm looking for more scores here as I keep sliding it through. I keep finding all of these games where they're not playing. But anyway. Why don't you you run the stats through? And we also have two things we have to do yet. We do. I'll run through these quickly. Uh, For Perdachin, offensively running uh, as far as rushing the football. Uh, Sajeka had one carry from minus eight. That was when he fumbled the ball. Max Amundsen carried the ball three times for 29 yards. Um, Ryan Drinkwine had one carry for four. And Braden Saint had 31 carries for 123 yards. 36 running plays, 148 yards for Pierre Sheen. So Jacob put the ball up in the air eight times, completed one, had one intercepted. That was for 62 yards and a touchdown. And it's obvious in that John Nicholson would be their leading receiver since he caught the only pass. And that ended up being a touchdown. Yes, it did. <laughs> for Plateau, rushing the football, Derek Digman, he carried the ball 11 times for minus two. And he had a couple of times where he dropped the ball or a couple of things there that weren't necessarily good choices. John uh, Gumi, he had 12 carries for 97 yards. Uh, that's not right. It's 12. It's 18 carries for 45 or 97 yards and Logan Page had four carries for minus five that's 27 uh, 33 running plays for 90 yards Digman put the ball up in the air 30 times completed 15 no interceptions 155 yards and a touchdown Uh, leading receiver Jesse Martin seven catches for 85 yards Delvin Digman was right behind. He had four catches for 56 yards. So there you go. The drive of the game is brought to you by Les Mack Automotive, Les Mack Chevy Buick downtown, Les Mack Ford, and Les Mack Chrysler on Highway 61 North in Lancaster. No gimmicks, just great prices and lease offers where you always get more from less. 99-yard scoring drive? Probably, yeah. I mean, that makes the most sense. (laughs) I mean, that, that was really a, a good job. You're taking the ball from deep in your own end zone and doing something with it. Uh, that's very complimentary. Here's another score update. River Ridge, 42. Iowa Grant, nothing. And that is a final. So it'll be River Ridge and Alaska Luther next week, which we'll have for you on 97.7 Country WGLR, along with Dodgeville and Darlington. They'll be on... Extreme 1071. The Tricor Turning Point is brought to you by Tricor Insurance. Insurance plans built for you, your family, and your business. Contact Tricor Insurance today. 
And I would imagine what preceded the 99-yard scoring drive would be it, right? Yeah, that would be the turning point because that was, had Plattville been able to poke the ball into the end zone, that would have given them a, a pretty good lead, but that didn't happen, unfortunately. 14-10, Prairie du Chien beats Platteville tonight. We will be back to wrap this up at Prairie du Chien High School after these messages on Extreme 1071. Hi, I'm Danica Patrick. Watching my nieces grow, play, and learn is amazing, but not every child gets to be carefree. One in six kids in the U.S. are hungry. This breaks my heart, and it's something that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste and gives it to families in need. To help, visit feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. You are not your diagnosis. And vision loss does not define you. Your drive defines you. And we are here to let those challenged with blinding retinal diseases know that we are driven to to be a beacon of strength, a champion of courage, an advocate for hope. And we are stronger together. We fund. We fight. We, we win. win. We, we are, are the, the Foundation, Foundation Fighting, Fighting Blindness. Blindness. Join the fight at fightingblindness.org. High-tech resource management coverage of high school football presented by Myers Heating and Cooling of Lancaster and Extreme 1071. Prairie du Chien beats Platteville tonight 14-10. to 10. Wally, what does, uh, what, what does Platteville need to work on for next week? Even well, with a fair number of positive things uh, today. Yeah, and I, I, the, thing that, the thing that really strikes me with, with Platteville and, and where they made their biggest mistakes was were on plays that were misdirection. Um, and that's just a matter of defensively understanding your keys and making certain that you um, stay home sometimes. Um, sometimes I think the linebackers bailed a little early. Um, but, again, that's something that's going to change. Uh, I would have liked to have seen a couple of the D-backs coming up to make plays when the linebackers are, are moving like that. But they moved as well. I mean, they took off just the same as the linebackers did. That's some of that's uh, there's some inexperience that's involved in there as well. Um, some things that in the defensive line, again, dealing with uh, some basically rookies in there, you saw some of those same kind of mistakes. Um, I think defensively, that's primarily that's it. It's just a matter of. Uh, the experience as much as anything realizing that uh, I can't be I can't be doing this when this is going to happen uh, some of that kind of a thing offensively I don't think Plattville played bad offensively uh, there were some missed opportunities and that's really it probably more than anything else all right we have I think people are motioning at us so we'll tell you that we have Brewers baseball tomorrow against St. Louis at 530 on AM 1590 WPVL, Sunday Brewers at St. Louis to end the regular season, 140 on AM 1590 WPVL. New Orleans and the Packers at 5 on 97.7 Country WGLR on Sunday. Tuesday, we have volleyball, Highland at Potosi at 640 on 97.7 Country WGLR, and Belmont at Benton at 640 on Extreme 1071. Thursday, uh, Friday, excuse me. More football on Alaska Luther at River Ridge at 640 on 97.7 Country WGLR. Darlington, big win tonight against Dodgeville. 
Losing to Mineral Point, that's at 640 on Extreme 1071. Also, Basquebella Pakistanica Argyle at 640 on AM 5090 WPVL. And Cedar Rapids Jefferson at Dubuque Hempstead at 640 on Super It's 106. Next Saturday, a week from tomorrow, Lancaster and Platteville at 240 on 97.7 Country WGLR. Thanks to Andy Benasek and the staff at Prairie Sheen High School. Thanks to our sponsors who allow us to bring this game to you. Thanks to those of you who apparently watched us on the NFHS website. And thank you, everyone else, for joining us. Bytech Resource Management, coverage of high school football, presented by Myers Heating and Cooling of Lancaster, is a sports presentation of Extreme 1071, WPVLFM, Platteville. Prairie du Chien beats Platteville tonight, 14 to 10. For Wally Trouton, I'm Steve Prestigar. The Zach Saying Show is next. Joined in progress. And we will see you for more football, we hope, next week. This has been a Queen Bee Radio High School sports presentation. Extreme 1071. Turn your, your radios up. WTVLFM, Platteville, and Dubuque. The best music. Every day, baby. Do you feel me? A Queen Bee Radio station.